Zero podcast is powered by you. And if you want to support us, you can do so via Patreon. Just head to patreon.com forward slash Xbox era. And as a thank you for your support, you get cool stuff and we get to keep doing what we do. Now let's get into it. Hello friends and welcome to episode 106 of the Xbox Era podcast. I'm Sick Mechanico and I'm joined as usual by Special Nick. What's going on? And returning from a cave with a beard longer than the hair on my back. It's Randall 419. How you doing, Rand? Have you not seen the updated picture, John? I did. Yeah, yeah he's shaved it all. He cut it's it all off. gone, buddy. It's all gone. Well, now you haven't my seen it? Broken. No, I did not see that. It's was... it's completely no, gone. It's Everything's gone. gone. Hair's gone. Beard's gone. It's, it's back gone, to the way man. it used to be, isn't it? Yeah, it's basically back to the way my avatar looks. Yeah. Trim, trim and proper. Because I'll never be world. on camera. So. <laughs> I will, I no no matter how many times Nick, Nick asked me to be I on camera, I never it, will be. I don't get it. Especially when you've already posted photos. You've already posted photos of yourself. So I don't I know understand why. why you don't go on camera. I totally get it. Here's why. Why? Here's why. I'll tell you what's great. All right? Off camera, you can just relax. You can yeah, exactly. You can be sitting in his pants. You uh-huh. can be sitting in his dressing gown. He could be like spooning in a bowl of cereal and just muting his mic. It doesn't matter. You know, on camera, you've got to, you know, you've got to be presentable. But, and, you know, I get it. I get it. It's, you know, it's fair. I can understand it. I don't know if that's the reason. He's got the clout. He's got the he's got the ninety k subs or whatever. You know, he's got the clout. To not, not yet. I haven't made a video in like two months. So what, you've really, been, you've been you've been relaxing. Yeah, kind of was. I was kind of uh, burnt out. I guess. Yeah. Is that why? Is that why you reached out to be on the show? <laughs> you, you reached out to me. <laughs> for... <laughs> I love it. Rand's like Nick. Hey, Jez cancelled. He's gone to a mountain. Can I jump on? I was like, Rand, no, no worries, buddy. Let's go. Every, t- every time Jez, can- Jez-, Jez canceled the show two weeks ago and-, and Nick was like, you want to be on? And I'm like, no, I got plans. <laughs> so every time this happens, and blame Jez for canceling Xbox 2 this week because he's out there visiting a castle in the mountains. So It's a good excuse. It's but we'll, excuse. I guess we're doing a show on Monday because oh, some, people, some people are like, is Xbox 2 being, are you canceling the show for good? Because you've canceled two episodes this week and I, or this month, and I'm like, it's just, hey man, Jazz, Jazz got girlfriend, you know, is doing stuff, and you know, yeah, he's kind of like a podcast with other people now. Yeah, mm. Miles, you know, Miles, point, you know, yeah. Miles coming in with his chiseled jaw and his giant head. Which you know? though, My- Miles will push back on you saying it's a podcast. It's not. Yeah, I've said it's that. a YouTube show. It's a, it's a, it's mm-hmm. a, it's a YouTube video. That's not a podcast. That's fair. I, I mean, you could always just—I could always just replace Jez when he doesn't show up. I've said that to you before. That is true, and Colt has always been like, you know, if Jez doesn't show up, you can just add me, <laughs> you know. And it's like that's true, but you know, we'll, 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 you know, we'll probably do that show before the summer show, where I get a whole bunch of people on again, like last year, you know. It was oh, yeah. fun. That was cool. It was fun. Remember mm. last year when they were going to buy Avalanche and. <laughs> And, and uh, NetherRealm and IO Interactive I. and all those studios. <laughs> yeah. Mm. Uh, that was, that was, those were good times. Good times. 
yeah. I do yeah. remember that. It was so funny. The lead up to that E3 was all like, yeah, you know, it's going to be a good show. And then, and then like two days before, it was like Microsoft are buying the entire universe. Uh, everyone brace yourselves. And it was just, it was out of control. Um, but hey, video games, the subject of this show, funnily enough. Have you guys been playing any this week? Have you actually been dabbling or have you been ignoring everything? What about you, Rand? You've been playing any games? Uh, I played a little bit of um, NBA 2K22 last night. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's fun playing with, with buddies. Um, was it like buddies that, around, around your house or around the TV, kind of, or just online buddies? Just online. I was playing with a uh, dealer and like gaming forte and Colt, Colt and stuff. It was a good time because we played a lot of 2K21 team up and stuff, and it's uh, it's fun to play. Um, other than that, um, I haven't been playing much. Uh, I tried out Fortnite uh, no build mode. Never like I yes. played Fortnite when with the building, and I absolutely despised it. Like I hate yeah. the building in that. So I played it with no so build mode, and it's like yeah, it's much much better. But I still just not for me. I guess I don't know. Uh, but ha- half the tweets I see of Nick on Twitter of him like spending money in Fortnite. So <laughs> Moon Knight came out. Epic, epic Moon Knight. I got Moon Knight straight away. <laughs> How much did that cost you? uh he what they selling it's weird the way they structure it sometimes they do bundles sometimes they do the character on their own with their harvesting tools separately so moon knight was on his own as 1500 v bucks and then his harvesting tool which are his glaive things uh were 500 so 2000 v bucks altogether which is like that's a lot of money <laughs> yeah how, how many characters have you bought so you bought like got oh. kratos Master Chief. Kratos, Master Chief, Aloy, Captain America, Chun-Li and Ryu, uh, uh, John Wick, Moon Knight. Uh, Spider-Man? Oh, yes, MCU Spider-Man. Uh, oh, I've got so many skins. What is, got- how much money is that? Is that all well over $100? A lot of money. I've spent... God only knows how much money I've spent on Fortnite. Like, it'd be hundreds and hundreds of dollars. Hundreds wow. of dollars. And how much have you spent on Halo Infinite? 20 bucks. <laughs> you bought the cat ears? Okay. I bought the cat ears. I bought the Iron Man color. I was I, like, three, four, three. I appreciate three. this is a tangent, Nick, but uh, I know you, I have to get it in here because you mentioned John Wick. Are you, yes. I, I, I read recently that uh the director streets of, of rage who also starred in the matrix movie 10 points if you can guess who he played in the matrix movie the director who? of john wick director director of john wick yeah he, he was a character the original matrix, matrix or the new matrix the new matrix 10 points uh-huh. if you can guess who he played barely paid attention to that stupid movie okay he, um, played, uh, he played trinity's husband in the matrix did he really yeah but um yeah, he's making Streets of Rage. You mean you Streets of Rage movie? Freaking pumped oh. at that combo of people, right? That is, like, <laughs> keep it simple, guys. It's just a movie about people punching the shit out of each other. <laughs> keep it nice and simple. Don't overcomplicate it. Have them walking the streets. Have an amazing techno soundtrack. Keep it simple, just like John Wick. John Wick is nice and simple. You kill my dog, I'm going to kill you. Nice yeah. and simple. That's yeah, it. That's all you gotta it's got to do. A little bit overcomplicated now, John Wick. The whole John Wick universe. Having said that, I you still, reckon? I, nah. I, the, I don't know. The whole going into the desert to meet with the guy, you know, 
because you were yeah using, got his finger it, chopped it, it off a, it was yeah it was a bit odd but I, I'm I've, I'm fine with it I'm okay with it because it's fun but um, yes I think nobody was the better John Wick if I look now if I cold light a day nobody would nobody's a good movie I like it that was great it was well but, done. Streets of Rage from the director of John Wick is like, bring it on. Isn't it funny that like, that's the part Sega nails movies. Yeah. Like the Sonic movies are legitimately great. They're not just, they're not just good as video game movies. They are good kids movies. Like they are just good. It's okay. Nah, they're good. The Sonic movies are good. I haven't seen the sequel. Oh, haven't you? No, Sonic 2 is. <laughs> Sonic 2. <laughs> Sonic 2 to Sonic is like the game. Sonic 2 to Sonic. Like oh, it is. Ah, right. oh, it's so good. Okay. It is. Man. I'm there for it. I can hear Rand. It's great. Know, Rand's palpable excitement at the idea of Street to Rage movie and a Sonic movie. Right I mean, I love, I love me some Street to Rage. So, you know, and if, and if it's a John Wick director, it could be pretty good. The fight scenes could be really, oh. really cool. Oh, <laughs> they, yeah, they have to get Yuzi Kashira. I think the surname is Kashira, but I, I'm blanking on the first name. But they have to get that composer. Like the Yuzo music Kushiro. has to be. Yes, the music has to be spot on. Has to be like that. That music in Streets of Rage is just like. Ah, oh, it's next level. It is next level. Well, we'll see. Maybe in twenty twenty five or whenever it gets made. Um, oh, it's a movie about punching people. Just it'll be out next year. Like, what's well, it? Come on, how long is it going to take to make a movie about punching people really up? Chore- choreograph the hell out of it. It might, it might take a. That game had a lot of knives too. There's going to be a lot yeah. of stabbing. Yep. Bottom I wonder fight. if they'll do like the super moves. Bad. Yeah. I wonder if they'll go to the effort of having the super moves. I hope so. Make it fun. It's a, it'd be interesting, wouldn't it? Like, will they do, like, the grand upper and full-on have his hand in flames? And that could be very interesting. I, I foresee a gif at some point in the future of you doing this. Like, uh, <laughs> I, like it's going to happen. The internet's going to do I didn't thing. even. I did not even take that angle. That was all you just is, then. Is Creaky Legs watching? I mean, I don't know. Um but yeah, and it's worth mentioning the chat's just mentioned it as well. But uh, Streets of Rage 4, if you haven't played it, and I know Nick, you absolutely it's have. Leaving Game Pass. Has, it's leaving Game Pass at the end of this month. So Play it. Um, play it before it does. Short um, game. Doesn't take long to beat it. It's a very short game. As it should be. You, you can beat um, it in a couple of hours. I, I, I haven't played it, so I should probably get oh, it. It's perfection. Um, I'll see what I can do. But well, have you been playing anything, Nick? Have you been just Rocket yes. League, the usual? I rock, yeah, Rocket League and Fortnite. But uh, I got the full one thousand on Tunic. Nice uh, virtual high five. I've also got the yep. full one thousand on Tunic. Ah, uh, like it's funny. I was really kind. I had really stalled on Tunic. I had really, really stalled for a bit, and I had hit a bit of a wall. And I'm like, man, I, I don't know what to do. And then I realised you can pray. You can pray in front of stuff. And as soon as I realized you can pray in front of stuff, it just opens the game right up. Yeah, mate, you (laughs) need to read the manual a little bit. (laughs) I didn't have that page. I didn't have that page. How did you miss that page? It's like one of the early pages. No, I didn't have that page. 
Oh, that manual is stunning. That manual, oh, though, when you have it all nice. together, it is gorgeous. Like, it's just like those old video game manuals, like exactly to Beautiful. a T. Like, oh, it's gorgeous. And as soon as I learned how to pray, I'm like, man, I got so immersed into the game after that. I was just sinking hours in. I'm just like, nah, I have to do this now and started getting everything and all the abilities. And I wanted to find all the fairies and all the treasures and all the, you know, just everything. Ah, so good. Did both endings? Yeah, I've I've done done it all. But real talk, did you figure out the golden path on your own or did you look up a guide? The golden path? Opening up the to get the last page, so the big uh, up, down, left, 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 up, down, right, right, up. Oh down, no, I use the guide. Okay, okay. Because those things never worked for me. I I followed the rules of up, down, left, right, right, and then I'm like, and then it wouldn't work. I'm like, I don't understand why it didn't work. I followed what it should be, and it never yeah. worked. So I just used the guide. I I got as far as figuring it out, and then it wouldn't work for me. And I was like, man, I'm sure this is right. Let me compare it, and I'd missed like one turn. Or something like that. I was like, okay. <laughs> so it's such enough. a it's such a good game. It's so it's so un, uh, unashamedly old school though, like in the best way. Yeah, like it, it is a game from our time. It is one hundred and ten percent a game that could have come out in nineteen ninety two. It's like one hundred percent. Like that is not a game for children. <laughs> no, like at all. Like, you know, Ari saw it and he's like, oh, I want to play it, I want to play it. And I thought, oh, yeah, I'll turn on God mode for him. But I'm like, nah, man, he's got to figure out full-on puzzles and stuff. Like, he's not going to get anywhere. Like, yeah. it's it's oh, obscure. A thought. Yeah, there's some very obscure puzzles in it as well. And, and it, it, it also showed me how much... Um, I don't want to say how much it showed me how much I've changed as a gamer. But, like, there's stuff in that, that game asks of you... That is stuff that back in 1992, you thought of and you noticed yeah. back in 1992. But in 2022, you don't anymore. Like, like I remember playing through Tunic and, you know, every time I'd go back into his little house, I'd see on the wall there was a uh, tarp thing and it had that pattern. I'm like, what is that? And I'm like sitting there, yeah, I'm like pressing up, down, right. I'm trying all these different... And this was before I knew you were supposed to do that. This was near the start when I first started playing the game. I'm looking at the wall. I'm like, that pattern's on the wall for a reason. And throughout the game, I'm playing and I'm seeing all these patterns on walls and stuff. I'm like, man, these patterns have to be here for a reason. Yeah. So that yeah. was the older gamer in me coming back, noticing first- little things like that. The first one I noticed was when you're in the castle and there's the rug that goes all the way up the hall. And yeah, like it's all it and over like, the. Why? And I just literally was like, "No way!" And I just did it. And yeah. Then just oh. I was like, "What about that room?" Like, I went into this room super early in the game where you just there's a little pool of water, and yeah. it's reflecting on the wall, and all over the wall you see all the zigzag, and I'm like, "This so room is empty. What am I doing in this room?" No, no, no. At the time, I was looking for something in the room, and yeah. I'm like, "This is just an empty room with water in it." I'm like, what's going on? I'm like, but it's cool how the water's reflecting on the wall. I didn't even realize that was a pattern I was supposed to check and like take note of. It was really good. It was really good. Did you play Tunic Round? No, no, I did not. But a bunch of my friends did. In fact, Maka made a bunch of guides for it. I want to know. I know you love uh, Rocket League, Nick. 
Mm. You gonna play uh, Rocket League without the soccer ball, the no no ball uh, Rocket League thing? Is that just getting uh, advertised today? I think so. Yeah. Is that a mode in Rocket League you're talking about? Uh, let me see if I can find it. I think I think it's like a mode within Rocket League with no ball. Yeah. So it's like, you know, it's like the no building in in Fortnite. It's like get rid knockout of bash. Is it Rocket League I knockout bash? Believe so. Yeah. Yeah, I haven't watched the trailer for it, but it popped up on the Discord because we have a channel that just takes the feed from Xbox's YouTube channel. And when I jumped in this morning at 3.05 a.m., Rocket League Knockout Bash trailer. I'll check that out. I don't know what it is. I haven't watched the trailer yet. Our our wonderful producer, okay, uh, Don Pavesa, has queued up some footage right now of it, and it's it's playing alongside our beautiful faces, minus rant. Beautiful cartoon. They're calling it a, a battle royale, essentially. Interesting. Oh, really? Yeah, I'll give, every I'll game's got to have guy. a battle royale. Yeah, I might have, to, I might have to play that now. You know, but, I'll give it a uh, go. Yeah, I'll, I'll try it out. It is out um, in four days on the twenty seventh. I've been living in twenty nineteen, and I've finished my tenth run of Hades a couple of days ago, and and completed it as much as you can. You know, I didn't, I didn't grind everything out, but I got the yeah. Ending yeah. And I, I loved that game, and and now I'm kind of okay. like. I don't know what to play. Like I keep dabbling in things. Mm. I keep stuff downloaded. I may maybe I'll do Straight to Rage for as my as my next thing. To there's there's a game that I'm reviewing next so week, John. That you might like if you liked Hades, which is Rogue, Ro- Rogue Legacy Rogue? too. Rogue Legacy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'll check it out. I'll check it out. I I just at the moment like I I kind of and this will lead us and segue us in nicely into uh, Halo chat. Is that going to be a fun conversation? No, but I haven't played Halo in like a month because uh, of, of stuff. And like, I, I've, I've not had a lot of energy to play games, like really sadly. Um, and I'm sure you guys would have seen it on Twitter. Like my, my cat was run over yesterday, which no. is, yeah. And you know, what's really horrific. I was in bed. My ring doorbell goes off. Like as an old lady, my kids are like, oh, can we answer the door? I'm like, no, don't fucking answer the door. And then I'm chatting to this old lady through the ring doorbell who clearly has never dealt with a ring doorbell before. So she's like, hello, do you want a cat? And I'm like, yes. Is it a black and white cat? Yes, I have three black and white cats. Is it a small? I'm like, potentially, yeah. You know, what are you, why are you knocking on my door? And then she was like, there's one that's been hit by a car. And I'm like, oh, feck. So I'm, I pull on my dressing gown and I go marching on the road. Yeah, it was the cat. And if people have been listening to this podcast for over two years, my cat Pickle was hit by a car a couple of weeks into moving into the house I'm in now, was killed, we had to bury her and all that sort of thing. It was horrific. Gherkin, the spiritual successor of Pickle, has gone out in exactly the same way on exactly the same bend of road um, in exactly the same place. Yeah, it was horrific, man. And we had to tell my kids yesterday, it's my son's eighth birthday tomorrow. The mood is not great. Um, and the kids were sad. And her sister, because she's got two cats, they're brother and sister, uh, sister and sister. And she's just like, wow, like looking around. And I'm like, oh, mate, it's bad. It's just been a bad couple of days. So there hasn't been much time for video games. All my so friends gonna... keep losing their cats and mine still keeps hanging around. The thing is, someone said to me on Twitter the other day in classic, you know, the internet has no feelings. Like, oh, you've had two cats die in two years. You know, maybe you shouldn't let them out. And I'm like, I I personally think keeping a cat indoors all the time, unless they're an indoor breed, is mean. So (laughs) my solution is not get any more cats. We're doing that with ours now. We're keeping ours inside for a week 
just yeah. to see something because she's got this skin thing and we don't know if she's going to other people's yards and getting and something and it's causing a skin issue. So we're keeping her inside for a week. Oh my God. She goes crazy. I can't deal with it. I yeah, just cats, want to throttle her. Cats want to be outside and plus literally stink. You know, so anyway. Mm. So sad week. Um, but yeah, I haven't played Halo in a month and uh, I don't know if that's going to necessarily change until may but we had before we cover halo though go on before we we cover halo yeah Faisal has a super chat right from the start of the show but we got very chatty i have returned the show can now start i think that was like before the show even started wow well he was right the show started when he returned yes he's watching live for once bless him thanks yeah but yeah halo 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 lots and lots of news good and bad out of the halo camp and for the purposes of the audience watching at home or on your phone, you know, wherever you are, we'll try and keep this balanced as best we can. But uh... there's nothing to balance. <laughs> there's nothing I mean, to balance. Conversation. Let's try and just let's take it easy. Like... Let's take it simple. Let's first of all let's cover the let's cover the actual news. And Rand, you you've you've probably got an opinion on this as well, right? But they came out yesterday. They detailed. Uh, season two, season, when to expect season three. They detailed a roadmap, talked about Forge, open betas, campaign co-op online, and all the other stuff. Um, it's less of a road and more of a court. Or a it's, lane a very, it's a very thin road. I think Nick is going to be uh, negative during the segment. Yeah, I'll try. I'll try and I'll try and be semi. You, you need to you need to balance it out a little bit, John. I'll try. But what I, about you, Red? Why don't you balance? I'm the wild card, so. <laughs> All right. So look, okay, so here's the general take. So um as as part of this, we know we're getting um we're getting lone wolves, we're getting two maps, one arena map, one BTB map. The season is now confirmed to be six months long. There's a bunch of game modes that were obviously previous Halo titles, except for Halo five, they're on launch. They're not here now, so they're drip feeding them in. We've got packs and skins and all the other stuff and fractures um but outside of that the only other thing to look forward to in that sort of season two bracket is a beta of forge in september uh, which i can't speak too much about in terms of details of, of and there'll be and co-op stuff. as well online co-op and, there'll, come and as well. there'll be online co-op yeah and then season three nebulously to and see. mission select <laughs> 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 So, <laughs> I, I'm, I'm going to kick this off with. Uh, oh, man. Well, we know where the wild card falls. <laughs> yeah. No, nah, no, nah, just, just <laughs> 10 months to get mission select is just. Okay. Uh, so, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to kick this off with uh, kind of how hey, I worded it. Hold on, hold on, though. Go on. What have you got? But it was important enough to patch the tank glitch. Go on, go on, though. Oh, don't get me started. Yeah, I, I don't get patching that glitch now. Like, oh my god, it's, it's, it's a glitch a that affects no one. So few people. It doesn't break the game. It doesn't hurt anyone. It leave it alone. It's actually something that might get people to play your game. Leave yeah. it alone. I think the speedrunning community aren't happy with that being removed either. To be honest, but there's no reason to remove it. There's no actual legitimate reason to remove it. There just Doesn't isn't. Break anything. Yeah. Like it's a silly one. But um They should rename three four three the cut off your nose to spite your face studio. 
That's, that's a bit Seriously. of a mouthful. I don't care. Just rename it. <laughs> like, on like, come on, man. Like, what are we doing over here? Like, John, in, in, insert some uh, positivity, quick, quick, quick. Okay, okay. okay. So here's here's what I is he's basically adverbatim what I what I tweeted earlier today, which weirdly enough, you know, I, I'm not particularly popular on Twitter, but I I I feel for the team because I I know a lot of the team quite well, right? Um, but I still, as a Halo fan. Uh, two maps for pretty much the entirety of 2022. Yes, there'll be more maps in November, and there might be stuff in September when Forge is released. Right? That maybe uh, I can't. I don't know. <laughs> but two maps, one really if you're only into arena, and one really if you're only into BTB for the entire year is just not cutting the mustard. And mustard. I, I know I've seen a lot of people talking about. And I hate I hate calling for people's jobs, so I don't do it. And I've seen a lot of people doing it. I dislike reading it, right? Because you don't know the full full picture. We're only operating off bits and pieces of info. But I have to wonder what additional support Xbox can and should be bringing to bear. Because I get team health. certain affinity. I, yeah, well, we know that, right? But I get that team health is a priority, and I understand it, and I I think it's a great way to position it. But equally, you have to be cognizant of the fact that you are being held up to the same standards as Fortnite, apex call of duty in terms of what you're going to be delivering to your audience and two maps and some modes that from a fan's perspective should have been there last year isn't isn't quite cutting the mustard right and i'm sorry like i can't insert fake positivity i'm not going to be like oh you know is important it is good but it's not enough well, then we got to bring me, we got to bring Jesse into the mix here, you know. Yeah. So <laughs> it's too He's long. Well it's out. not great. Um, at least the one positive is there is far more content than the completely barren season one had. They got that going for him. Go. <laughs> Half-hearted attempt, but okay. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not super. The main thing I don't. I don't care about PvP personally. So for me, yeah. them delaying shit like that. I'm more annoyed that it's still until August for co-op because um, that's what I really want to play. And ho- I'm hoping these narrative events are something, but they're only a few weeks long, so I can't imagine they're anything too big if they don't stay in the game. And narrative yeah, events like, a lot of these three, modes. Right? Sorry? Narrative events, sorry, just to be clear, that's a season three item, No, there's two right? of them in season two. One of them starts on oh. May 3rd. Oh, okay. Mm. Okay. And, and most likely, thanks to Xbox One, we're splitting co-op. Oh, well, yeah, because no online co op will be online co op will be season two, and then split screen co op will be season three. Yeah, I guess. I guess Maybe we needed. Uh, we Xbox needed. Uh, we needed OBM for this. Then you know. <laughs> yeah, I think Abe would have. Abe would have brought some counterbalance. To Where is he? Where is OBM? He's he's in the chat. He's is in the he chat. in the He'll chat? Type something. Uh-huh. He'll type something. He was on but, um thing. I was, he was on um which podcast was he on? He's on so many. Booms. You know, he was on booms. I think. Oh, he may have been. He's like that. I think he was on boots. I, I even Did... see Miles Dampier's in chat, too. I know. Yes, he is. I saw that, too. Yeah. Isn't it funny? Just... Did you see I was on Wandering Dutch's podcast? I did. I did. Uh, I didn't the, watch the weekend mix-up. I, I didn't have a week to spare. <laughs> That's normally, like, my wife goes, oh, she's like, how long is this one going to go for? Oh, my God. I don't know. I looked a few of their episodes. About an hour, an hour and a half. <laughs> Went for four hours. <laughs> Man, this is why I've got to keep you on a tight oh. leash. Hey. But <laughs> you know, we 
Yeah. Shout out to the 200 people watching live. 200 real people, you know? Hit that like button for the guys here. Nick, John, yes. Jesse for putting on a show every single week. They don't skip like Rand and Jez. Rand and Jez sometimes are just it. like, you know what? Our schedules just don't align this week. We just can't do the show, you know? So John skips. I don't skip. Hey, it's, it, it's, it's Greek Easter this morning. I shouldn't be here. It's Greek he Easter is. and I'm here. Dedication. We were up till 1am last night. We're at the church lighting the candle. And here I am. Still here. Proud of you, bro. What time is it for you right now? 8.30 in the morning. Jeez. Wow. Uh, Christmas. Nah, now it's the annual Grubsmas. Xbox era Grubsmas special tacular, mate. It's on his event list. It's an event now. Mate, what is I this? Like miss. the fourth time I've been on the show? feels like it I, th- I feel like it's the fourth time. third he says the third but i feel like i've been on more third. than three times uh, we'll have to check i'm pretty confident including xbox four this is the third yeah remember xbox four that was fun that was fun that was fun. although that was people said in the yeah. comments like, man rand didn't talk it was like what am i supposed like nick's reading these comments from discord that don't include me like what am i sp- i'm not gonna and jazz was very chatty jazz was jazz is always chatty he was playing Especially if you get him at like the right time when it's not too late. <laughs> he will like chat your off about stuff and leak stuff. <laughs> we, All the leaks. Gotta get into on, drink a little. You know, on Dutch's podcast, did you see that we willed the Thor Love and Thunder trailer into existence? Mm. We were talking about that trailer. We're like, where the hell is this Thor yeah, Love and Thunder trailer? But I thought everybody hates it because it's woke. Is it? What? Is it that's, that's what I saw. Everybody hates it. Did I miss something? I guess so. I saw people hating on it because it's woke and it emasculates Thor. But I thought we knew that Natalie Portman was Thor. Yeah, but you know how these man babies are. They were the same way when this run of comics that she's based on came out. I was about to say, because that's in the comics that Thor becomes uh, female in the comics. I I I haven't read the comics, but I just... Well, people are upset, okay? There are people crying and upset about it. Bless them. Okay. Um, I guess so, that's yeah, to be expected. So we we've talked a little bit about the Halo roadmap. I don't think there's any, super chats about Halo. Halo. Is happy. Go on, what's the super chat say? There's super chats about Halo. Flame. I admire them being transparent and calling them stuff like Forge or Beta. Just wish they applied the same to Infinite itself. <laughs> Have a great show, fellas. Yeah, Fortnite yeah. had the beta tag for years. Oh, years, yeah. years. Um, okay, uh, Emil. Imagine that. Xbox showcase certain affinity announces mode for Halo. After that, certain affinity is going to announce their project Suerte, new IP for Xbox Game I, Studios. I think Suerte is far a little bit far off though. I don't, yeah. I don't think I don't think you're going to see that soon. But well, who knows? Surely they're going to get acquired. Surely certain affinity get acquired. I mean, you have the CEO of the company liking tweets about it. You know, so it it <laughs> feels it almost feels like they're asking to be acquired. It always well, feels well, like Well, the thing is, Microsoft probably should get them before somebody else does. Because the way how probably. this video game industry is, it's like everybody's going to be owned by like five, yep. one of five companies. Embracer. Embracer will step them up or Tencent or something like that. And like, feels like they've, been, they've been working on Halo for a while. So if yeah. you lost them, yep. you know, it's not good. And didn't, uh, cause didn't uh, Xbox just lose like a gear support studio? Uh, splash yeah. damage, right? Didn't they just get yeah. acquired by somebody? So, yep. Yeah, sometimes even you just Valkyrie, put the money down. Even Valkyrie that Sony bought had worked on Halo. 
Yeah. I think, so mm. I think, and it's interesting that I'll, I'll mention this for the sake of, well, it's our content, so why not? Um, but the, the one secret weapon uh, that is good that is coming seemingly in season two with, with the beta of Forge is Forge, right? So that is going to lead to, but there's a whole bunch of questions I have around that as well in terms of, at the moment, the custom game settings in Halo aren't rock solid um, and aren't as in-depth as previous Halo games. So if if that gets updated with Forge... It was releases... mentioned in the um, breakdown of the new oh, modes that they were really focusing on it. At least for King of the Hill, has like a ton of custom stuff. So Good. they seem to be working on that. So that that's the cool thing. And, and we've got a new a new show um, being helmed by Forbear, which is Drop Pod, which is a little offshoot of You Have Me at Halo, where it's just very, very quick 15-minute um, episodes, just quickly discussing latest news while this all comes out. It's got a very nice logo, which is also mm. one of the sticker sticker packs um, that is with this, this month's renewed Patreon stuff as well. So uh, if you like that, we'll probably stick it on the T-shirt at some point. Um, but worth checking it out if you haven't watched Drop Pod yet. Um, I think the guys are pretty happy with it, and we'll keep refining it as we go on. But Randy, Should you still cover... playing Halo? I no, it? I will come back to Halo when Certain Affinity brings their Warzone Battle Royale hybrid to mm. the game. Um, that's that's when I I will actually I do want to play co-op because uh, yeah. I played through the campaign twice and 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 the review uh, build. And I, even when I was playing it, I was like, man, this, this would be a lot of fun in co-op. This would be a blast. Mm. Yeah. And I was like, oh, so I'll play that. And it's like, I never expected August to be, you know, late August too, which might as well be September at that point, right? Is that what uh, they said? I'm, I'm pretty sure they said late August. Um, I could Who's be just call it late August. Um, yeah, so late August is what it says on the It's image. probably like August 31st. <laughs> Um, so yeah, and then, and then I'm looking for the, I'm a battle royale guy. I'll I'll just cut to the chase. Mm. Um, battle royales are my thing, even though Halo is my love and I played no game more than I played Halo two and Halo three and Halo reach. Yeah. I I just kind of, I feel like my tastes have shifted towards battle royale. You know what I mean? Um, it's interesting though, right? Okay. There's only one map. Like yeah, yeah, but e- but each match plays out differently. Like an arena and a big team battle map bat- bat- battle match usually plays out the same way, where yeah, like a-, a battle royale play- can play out in many different possibilities. I mean, hell, I played nine hundred hours of PUBG and we only stopped playing it because at that point it started to get stale. I put like two hundred and fifty hours in a war zone, and at that point it was like, okay, we're seeing a lot of repetition. But my friends are waiting for Warzone to come or this what Jez leaked. Um, a yeah. battle royale, and they're gonna Halo Five because it's supposed to be like AI on the map, kind of like a Warzone hybrid, yeah, type Ooh. of thing. My thing with okay, so if we're gonna talk about this roadmap, so it doesn't particularly impact me in any way because I'm not really gonna come back and play the multiplayer, right? So, Fair. I I kind of look at it and I just feel like. It's just a disappointment at this point, right? Like, I look at Halo 3, and Halo 3 had seven maps in its first year, post-release. Yeah. And th- for this game to be built as a living, breathing, never-ending game, to only have two 
in comparison to Halo 3 7, it just it just is it just I don't know, just it just to me the word is just disappointing. Yeah, now, yeah. you know, I know uh, people will always bring up and it is true like most live service games really do struggle the first year for the devs to find their like comfort zone or, or yeah, their groove to kind of get around what works and what doesn't work and stuff like that. And that is true. Um, you know, Sea of Thieves first couple seasons, you know, where I was told were, weren't very good. Warzone kind of stumbled, you know, Fortnite, Warzone, or Apex Legends and stuff. So uh, I guess like 343 just needs to find their groove to get what people want. But it's just, it's also kind of like, I, I sort of feel like this shouldn't have happened. Yeah. I, mm. I feel I feel like what I really want to know is the behind the scenes of Halo Infinite and 343's mm. development. Because, okay, you already delayed it one year, which, yeah. okay, great, mm. awesome. I'm all full for delays. But, like, I want to know what Halo Infinite was supposed to be like in 2020 at launch. That's what I said. Judge, that's what I said judging a weeks from ago. what, yeah, judging from what we're getting now. Mm. What was the game like in 2020? I would mm. love to be on the fly in the wall, right? Oh, yeah. yeah. And I think everybody kind of gave 343. It's like, okay, take your time. And they came out and they're like, oh, well, season one is going to be six months because we need extra time to do stuff. Okay, understandable because, like, one, I, I think hindsight, I think they launched the game at the wrong time. They launched it at Christmas. Everybody yeah. went on break and then things broke. Big yep. Team Battle broke. People hated the store. Progression, yeah. people hate it. So, like, the first time they come back, they're like, well, we got to fix Big Team Battle and desync. We got to figure out stuff with the store. We got to do all these things. And they're like, okay, well, first season six months. And people are like, oh, okay, well, it's yeah, it's a trek to, to May, but we'll get through it. And once May comes, it's fine because it's going to be seasons or three months after that, right? We're mm. going to get content, you know? We just, we just got to weather the first six months. Watch out. It's an incoming Friday night. No one's paying attention. News drop. Boom. <laughs> yeah. And then season two gets announced as like, okay, we got two maps coming. And people are like, two maps? Is that it? I was like, eh, well, it's only going to be three months. And then we'll get more stuff. Yeah. And then the news hits. And it's like another six months. And you're just like, wait a minute. What? Yeah. Like, uh, you know, and it's just, I feel for like the guy, like the Halo guys that are truly like, uh, you know, fed up with like playing the same maps consistently, yeah. right? And then you look at like the player counts, and you know, Halo's not doing very well on PC at this point. And I, last I looked today, it was like number thirteen most most played games on Xbox in the U.S. Which I understand. I mean, I think that's a little bit low uh, for Halo, but you know, there are a lot of other popular games there, so. Yeah. I do feel though that like if because Jez is reporting that um, the battle royale thing from Certain Affinity is either season three or season four. Yeah, season three would essentially be a, a one year anniversary. The relaunch. It would be like the anniversary. So it would be like a soft games. relaunch of the game. Like, yep. But then again, is that even going to be ready? Maybe it's season four and it's sometime mm. in twenty twenty three. I mean, do you launch that right alongside Starfield? Would it would the noise would it get drowned out by the launch of Starfield and Modern Warfare Two? Do do you wait at that point and be like, all right, we'll mm. aim for season four? But then, hey, is season three going to be six months too? Like they, I don't know if they've said anything, but so to me, it's just kind of like for for one of Microsoft's biggest studios working on yeah. Microsoft's most premier IP outside of like Minecraft, 
for a game that's been basically touted as a 10-year living platform, I feel like year one is going to go down with the word disappointing. Uh. Yeah. And I hope they can recover. I hope they can regain their player base. Uh, but, you know, these things, like these modes and these stuff are going to be good. I just, I really, really, really want to know what happened at 343. I want to know. Uh. <laughs> really want to know. Like why is there only two maps? Is is there a problem? Yeah, is there a problem with the engine? Is it hard to like make new maps in this engine? Like, I, I, I like I don't. I'm not a game dev, but like when I see that I'm like two maps in a year. Like, uh, is it that hard to make new map? I don't know anything about like. It's, it's almost it's like, like. But then you I, get like King of the Hill. It's like King of the Hill's been, like okay, yeah, we're King standard. of the Hill, but like, but King of the Hill's a mm. standard game mode and has been forever. Mm. Like, I don't know, man. Nick. I don't know, man. What's last spot in standing? Well, now this is interesting because Randy was I saying thought that, that was Battle Royale. It is, effectively. Uh, I don't think it is. It's not. It's not. I mean, it's it's, it's, it's come on. Simple. It's five respawns is not Battle Royale. No, in I any know. way, shape, or form. But it well, it's, oh, it's, there's respawns in it. You get each person lives. gets five five lives. Yeah, I'll stop talking. I'm sorry, there. John. Go ahead. I'm, right. I'm talking too much. No, no, no. It's a good thing. It's nice to have you on and 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 it not be Nick's voice. Um... <laughs> But no, it's it. I mean, I I actually was going to ask you, Rand, because you were saying you know Battle Royale is your thing, and I think prior to Halo Infinite launching, everyone was like, it's going to have a Battle Royale. It's just a game mode. It won't take anything away. I was and, saying that all the time. Yep. Yeah, right. So, well, think about it. If it had launched the Battle Royale, and then they were having to juggle that mode and the desire for content and the arena mode and the BTB mode, and God, can you imagine? But having said all of that, one, I think today's gaming audience the reason battle royales are so successful is one they're extremely watchable from a streamer point of view right that's where you get audience and people playing and wanting mm. to emulate that win and blah 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 and two they 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 give you a different kind of buzz like i love playing sweaty competitive arena games but the biggest problem of evolution in technology for halo infinite is every game social or ranked is usually sweaty um, yeah. mm. It's usually pitting me against people equal to me or better, and in Halo Three days that was a little bit looser. You know, you would just you would jump into social and it would be social. You know, you'd either stomp the other team or you just have a laugh. You wouldn't worry about it. But it immediately you're getting people ducking and diving and doing all of that stuff. But when they announced this extra mode round and you were talking about Battle Royale, it popped into my head, this last man standing. Is that going to at least scratch an itch for you in terms not of... Not really, because no? I'm not a solo guy. It's oh, it's a, it's only a free-for-all. Yeah, I want team-based. It's it's a yeah. free-for-all mode, which I'm not oh, interested okay. in. I don't play free-for-all Halo. It's, uh, what, 12 people with five respawns. Um, oh, and each, each, okay. Each time you kill somebody, you get like an upgraded weapon, I believe. I don't know if it's like for the weapon you currently have or a different weapon, but uh, yeah, and the last person That's... standing wins. And I think people think of it as a battle royale simply because it has a closing ring. Yeah, it does. Yeah, I was so about to like... say the closing ring, but when you describe it, that sounds more like a twist on Breakout. It, it actually sounds more like a twist on Gun Game to me. So you make a kill mm. and then you earn points and then you can you can activate your token to get the next level up gun and so on and so on. Whilst or maybe a mixture of both because Breakout it's, it's, it had the like respawns. And... Yeah, yeah. They had the five lives uh, for Breakout, didn't they? Uh, 
You know, the other thing. I think it was three. You mentioned the, the your points about Battle Royale being very watchable, right? And not so sweaty. Yeah. And number three is that let's let's be honest here. Halo's Halo's for old people. It is. I, Halo's like gameplay <laughs> is for the old dudes like all of us on this panel right now. Right? It really mm. hasn't changed too much since two thousand one. And when when it does change, the Halo community freaks out. Right? Mm. So you have this like I don't know, gaming, uh, I don't know what I would call it, but like the biggest gaming multiplayer um, resurgence in Battle Royale, and Halo doesn't have it. And I always said it needed it. Mm-hmm. You know, there's, there's, there's a group of people that are like, Halo doesn't need Battle Royale. You know, yeah, keep Halo, Halo. But it's like in today's gaming market, Halo needs it to be, uh, to actually be relevant. Right, look what happened on PC. Yeah. It didn't have it. Boom, player count basically yeah. non-existent. Right on the console side, it's doing better, but it's already like number thirteen. Like I would imagine, it's just going to continue to drop. It might like go up here and there with, with release of season two, but it needs that. You look at the three most popular modes on Xbox: it's Fortnite, it's Warzone, <laughs> and it's Apex Legends. Yeah, there's mm. a reason. Like that is the mode people want. I so like you need mm. to figure it out for Halo because I said it. it like it, look, I love Halo as much as the next person, but young people they're not into that uh old style Halo gameplay. They they don't want to play arena and team team, you know, big they want to get in with their boys and they want to like where are we dropping? And they, yeah. you know, like that's what people want. They people want Battle Royale. Yep, and you man. have to give it to them. So this is the frustrating part. <clears throat> and tell me if you agree. I've been saying on this podcast for like ever and a day, True the story. pieces of Battle Royale have already been there in Halo from the start, which makes it even more frustrating that they don't have it. Like, they have ODSTs that drop. They have Big Team Battle, which was basically the Halo CE's Valhalla was one of the first giant maps in any first-person shooter. And you had groups of... You could have teams of four all taking each other down on this giant map. Like, the pieces were already there 20 years ago. And yet yeah. no one at three at Bungie even, or 343, thought, oh, you know, maybe we could have this mode. Like, Bungie thought of the ODSTs dropping in to a hub world where you have to scavenge for weapons. And I'm like, how did Bungie not think of this? They, they were right there on the precipice of Battle Royale and didn't even think well, of it. Well, I would imagine that back then because uh, maybe their, the servers that they were on wouldn't be able to have 100 people, right? Because yeah. multiplayer games weren't that big back in 2007 okay, and stuff. Have 50. Have 40. Well, maybe. The, but the, but the, the, the core principles of what makes a Battle Royale could have still been there. It didn't have to be an 100-player count. Like, that could have come later. And but, even then, Halo's battle, or the, the rumoured, reported, leaked battle royale isn't 100 players, is it? It's it's a lower 60? number. No, I've seen it like Tatanka with 60, 100 bots with 60 bots. Oh, okay. So, I mean, they're, oh, okay. yeah, I mean, it, uh, and you, it, there is a little thing, I don't know if you saw it, Nick, where it's respawn and drop pod. So, nice. like, yeah. So, it does sound like you will be dropping from the sky. So Yeah, that's, yeah, that's right. It would be but it won't be with an ODST. No. It'll be with your Spartan, which yeah. is, it's fine, whatever. It's just, 
I don't know. It's just frustrating that Halo probably should have had Battle Royale before anyone else did. And well, yet it's they also have it it, well it, after. It's frustrating because Halo launched in such a solid state, right? Especially compared to its contemporaries like Vanguard, not well received, Battlefield 2042, uh, dead. It's like literally dead at this point, mm-hmm. right? So people are like, oh man, the king is back. Halo's back, baby, right? And it had a great launch. And people are like, okay, we just need to get through the first six months. And then they hit you with this. And it's just like, it seemed like the momentum mm. just kind of stopped, right? Isn't that kind of what it felt like? Like They, they, they missed ha- the layup. They had this great launch on a silver platter mm. where their, where their mm. competitors basically screwed up. And they like couldn't capitalize. And it just is disappointing that's just the word they were steve bradbury they were steve bradbury everyone else had fallen over and they were just gonna ice skate their way to the gold like steve bradbury did in the winter olympics all those years ago still couldn't get the gold medal it's just i don't know i i think in in today's shoot society i think rand's hit the nail on the head Uh, you know regardless of whether you like brs or you don't halo should have had one or or almost has to have one to see some semblance of a success and i get the old school's initial emotional reaction to it you know oh if they're investing in battle royale does that mean that there's not going to be investment in arena or investment in btb which is where i want to play and i i think it's just it's just the nature of the beast you know like it's keep up or die in the video game world unfortunately like you'll, you'll you'll serve your niche but it won't be enough to keep your monetization going or fund development or keep it alive for x number of years it will just it will peter out so do, uh, I, do I read this super chat from armello uh, there's there's one before that as well that you, i think you is missed. it yeah oh. uh oh well no sorry beg your pardon it says message <laughs> I think Jesse's been been going ham on the super chats. I'm presuming, and because I haven't read oh, them, but I'm presuming yes. that these chats may have read something along the lines of calling for a certain person's head. Now this one was this one was started with the words "I don't care about uh, Deb's health," and oh, okay, went okay. from there. Yeah, yeah. All right. Uh, so we'll go with these ones. Achievement. Uh, I think certain affinity will wait for Microsoft to purchase them. Bungie held out as, for as long as possible, trying to get Microsoft to fit that bill. Well, like I said before, it feels like certain affinity are almost asking for Microsoft to acquire them. And if I was Microsoft, I would do that. Yeah. Like, just just get it done. How how much how much could certain affinity cost? How oh. many staff are they? A couple hundred. Yeah. Maybe just maybe just get it done and stop uh, wasting time there. Just they make it happen. More, they need more support studios for Halo, and Certain Affinity is a good one, right? So just let Certain Affinity take over Halo full stop. Jesus Christ! <laughs> just repurpose three four three into something else, or spread all those staff out amongst all the other studios or something. Oh well, hey, whatever. I'm enjoying the Halo TV show. Yeah, I haven't seen the fifth episode yet. Oh my! What? Apparently, that's like the really good one. That's where yes, it like steps it was, up. It was I've been banging. watching Pam and Tommy. Sorry, I've been watching no. Pam and Tommy on Disney+. Plus. <laughs> Oops, hey, that's my era. That all happened in the mid-late 90s, Pam and oh. Tommy. I was a high school kid back then, and I remember hearing about Pamela Anderson's in a sex tape. I'm like, yeah. I want to see that. He remembers hearing, not he remembers <laughs> yeah, watching yeah. it. Hearing. 
I missed, I mate. There was no internet the way we know it now in Australia back in 1996. There was no easy way to watch that tape. I was just like, I'm 15 years old. I'm like, I want to see that tape. <laughs> Pamela Anderson. <laughs> I, I really want to see that tape. <laughs> it's time for another. It's time for another bluey tangent. I just watched uh, yesterday <laughs> with my kids. I watched episode 26 of season three, which is the 80s fairy tale episode. Have you seen it? No, but my little niece keeps saying, quoting a line from it, saying, it's not the 80s. It, it's mate, not the have, 80s. You have to watch it. It is gold. It is pure gold. I won't spoil it for you, but it's, it's a good one. It's a good one. My niece keeps quoting that line. Yeah. Without any context. She just says it to anything. <laughs> it was the like, 80s. She's like, it's not the 80s. Oh, dear. Uh, anyway. Dead Planet. The topic has been done to... Uh, oh, that's not really related to this, but... Oh, yeah, I'll read it anyway. Dead Planet. The topic has been done to death, but Starfield needs to be the kickoff for fairly consistent, regular Xbox Game Studios releases. Period. Time's up. Yeah. Yeah. We've gone think, from I wait think... for next E3 to <laughs> wait for 2022, wait for 2023, wait for... Xbox fans are used to waiting. Wait for the but next think... Halo roadmap. Yeah. I think Phil yeah, alluded yeah. to that, though. We, like, we joked when Phil was on that Xbox you know, has so many games coming and he was like no <laughs> and he, i want not enough games. So not enough games xbox, I, I said this during miles show last week but xbox needs to remember that january through august exists yes they do yeah and hopefully so. they will start to remember that early 2023 crackdown 3 the last great release during that period from microsoft great but, release excuse me be quiet Rand, please be hang quiet on. please I, I had a better i had a better jibe lined up Raz. Uh, Rand, did you say you were on Miles's show? I was on Chatterdays last week. Yes, oh. mm. Miles. Nick, Nick, have, you, have you been? Have you been on Chatterdays? No, Miles has wow. never asked me to be on his show. Been on wow, I, I didn't know it was a. I didn't know it was a thing. I've been on there like Miles. four times. I've been on there. Four Miles times. has never asked me to be. Miles, Miles has been on oh. this show though. Wow, yeah. Miles yeah. has been on this yeah. show. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. I'm just gonna let that hang there for a minute. Uh, okay. Well, I mean, yeah. he also. Records his shows at 11 a.m. my time. What time's that for you, Nick? Yeah. It'd be like 1 a.m. for me, 2 a.m. <laughs> yeah, so. I remember I was on Twitter last night at 1 a.m. because I'd got back from the church and I'm going through Twitter and Ma, I see Mar tweet from Miles. Show goes live in an hour. And that was 1 a.m. my time, which means it was going live at 2 a.m. <laughs> I'm like, okay, I guess I can't be on that show. <laughs> it's a late one. Um, we have got one more uh, super chat on Halo before yes. we move on. Armello? Yeah. Armello's one? This is this one. line. This one's treading a fine line. I'm not putting this one up. <laughs> this one treads a fine line. Like, yeah. This is what it's we say about our AFL coaches when we feel they haven't lost their jobs when they should have. These are the things we say about AFL coaches down here. How is Bonnie Ross still in charge of 343? Does she have picks of Phil in compromising positions? I need to understand. P.S. Love you guys, including Rand. Oh, well, that was sweet. Including you, Rand. Including Yeah, including you, Rand. I know. Even you. Even. I'm so unlovable. Oh, man. Now that you've shaved the beard, it's not too bad. That's it. We've stopped ranting about Halo now. Look, we're all jaded. Halo oh, I didn't even get going. I didn't even get yeah, going. Yeah, I'm impressed. Probably a good thing that you didn't. You haven't said much. Like, do you, do you want a soapbox moment? No, not really. I mean, like I said, 
you know, it's all there in front of you. Like at some point, the excuses need to run out. At some point. I don't think I've ever seen a studio have more excuses made for them than 343. Ever. No studio. I wish everybody could like, see Jesse's face right now. Like, they're nah, come the on. most attacked studio out there. Not yeah, and stop. they get they get more excuses made for them than any other studio. Like people having reasoned discussion back and forth isn't excuse making all the time no. just because they don't agree. They're like five hundred people. Like not two all maps. of them are developers and map two maps. Like, come on, man! Like you've also got to think. If they, if maybe they do have, uh, you know, 10 more maps on the back burner, right? Uh, and if they suddenly pull them forward into the content, then they're like, when we do finally get our cadence sorted, we, the, the, that crunch is then extended much longer because we've got to crunch 10 more to fill up the gaps because we're stealing stuff. But why does, why does crunch keep getting... It's not like every studio on earth crunches. Like, other studios get stuff done without crunch. Like... I don't know. I just, as someone who has always adored Halo, Halo is like the second reason I migrated to Xbox when Sega died. Halo is like the second reason. I don't feel 343 are great stewards of the Halo franchise. I don't like what they're doing to a franchise I love very, very much. I don't think that's being mean. I don't think that's being inflammatory. I don't think that's being... I just don't feel they are great stewards of a this very important franchise. Like Halo, Halo as a name... <clears throat> Halo as a name was like... Back in the early 2000s, Halo as a name was like... It was almost there with Mario as a name. Halo. It was like off the charts huge. Like everyone knew Halo the same way everyone knows Mario. Everyone knew Halo. Halo was massive. Halo 2 was a giant event. Halo 3 was an even bigger event. Like, and now Halo is just this thing. It's like, and and 343, I I don't care if you disagree with me are responsible for that from the master chief collection disaster to halo 4's multiplayer being just what nobody wanted except for swat that's the irony of it i loved swat and played the hell out of swat swat in halo 4 was amazing halo 4 then, if you stripped out all the terrible mechanics played great it just you just have to did. strip up all the all the cool and visually stuff. visually still the best looking halo visually Halo 4 is... Oh, come on. 3D games don't generally hold up well, but there are exceptions to the rule. There, th- throughout the, the span of video game history, there will be 3D games that will hold visually. Rise is one of them. Rise will hold. Even now, Rise is nearly 10 years old. Still looks incredible at 900p. Halo 4 will be one of those games. Halo 4 in 2012... That is a game that should not have been possible on that hardware. It should not have been possible. Halo 4 should not have been a thing that could happen on an Xbox 360. And on Series X, it could pass for a, like, Xbox One game. Maybe better. Like, it is... Oh, my God. Stunning. Stunning. 
but at, at then the, the multiplayer of lots of scale was a write-off and then halo 5 came along and oh sorry guys no forge oh sorry guys no split screen i was like you know and then you've got you know, weird little things like how Spartan Assault is everywhere, but then Spartan Strike is only on Windows. But it's not on X. It's like the only Halo game that's not on an Xbox. Just these weird things. And then Halo 4 had the stupid terminals that were in a separate... No, Halo 5 had the stupid terminals that were in the separate app. And just... Oh, my God. Was it Halo 4, was it? Oh, I thought Halo 5 had the Halo channel... App. Mm, Halo yeah, Four dropped. Halo Four dropped you out into the Halo Waypoint, the Halo Channel app to watch the terminals. No, it didn't. Oof. Halo, Halo, the 360 didn't have the Halo app. Yeah, it was. Halo oh, I'm thinking of the MCC. I'm thinking of it in Master Chief Collection. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No. Hey, yeah, yeah, yeah. And like, just little weird things like that. They just, again, they they just do stuff. They just continually shoot themselves in the foot. Well. And but one, one just... last one last super chat to end end the Halo segment from Sir Monte Carlo. <laughs> How are you, lovely gentlemen? Which Xbox studio should take over Halo if you wanted one to? I it take drill up. Who would you pick? Uh, let certain affinity do it. Let certain affinity do it. Just buy them and let them do it. Who? I mean, that's not an answer because they're not an owned Xbox. Studio okay, so but, but yeah, they what probably. Would, what would three four three do if they weren't doing Halo? Call of Duty. I don't know. <laughs> Call of Get Duty. Him to do, so they didn't put him on. Re- they didn't put him on Call of Duty. Okay. Get him to do Recall. Let him do Recall Two. Let him do. I don't know. I sort of feel like if. I sort of feel like if they pulled Halo from Three Four Three to go do something else, they just would shut down Three Four Three. But there's still talent there. <clears throat> like you can repurpose that talent. Like. They've got a ton of studios. I'm sure you can spread all those people out amongst those studios. Like I always, like I always said, like, hey, I would love to see what the coalition could do outside of Gears, right? Because I feel like the coalition they're constrained by uh, the Gears formula. Like the game has to mm. look like this. It has to perform like this. The character has to move yeah. like this, right? And so that's mm. why I'm really excited, you know, with Jeff Grubbs reporting and, and just saying that like they got a new game coming before Gear Six. Yeah, Most likely new IP because I'm thinking of the magic possibilities of like the coalition unchained without having to like have the you know the roadie run and stuff like what could the coalition do? But there's a part yeah. of me that and but I've always wondered because I always view the coalition as like one of the stalwarts of Xbox Game Studios, right? They're mm. really good. I would look at three four three and I'm always just kind of been like, do I? I've never really wondered like, oh, I would love for them to like make something else other than Halo. I've never really thought like that. Mm, you know what mm. I mean? Like where I have with the coalition. Um, I would love for there to be spinoff Halo games that the 343 could make. I, I would, you know, like a... Halo like a, flood horror game. Yeah, like a... like Or like, you know, hey, we're going to go visit uh, Locke and see what he's doing in the third person Halo game or something like that, right? Um, it's just... I don't know. I, maybe it's just because I don't really... If, if I had to like rank... All the Xbox Studios. I don't think three four three is in my top fifteen or ten. No, right? Not even so, close. I don't know, and that's a shame because, like, you know, they're they're the caretakers of Halo, the biggest IP. Mm. Well, not anymore. You know, with Minecraft and like, I guess you can make an argument. Elder Scrolls is bigger. Call of Duty will be bigger, right? Uh, 
So it's just kind of now. like I don't know, and and like that's why to me like this whole thing has just been disappointing because like it felt like Sad. for the first time they nailed it. They they had this campaign that people really liked finally, yeah. and then combined it with like a multiplayer people really loved. Right, where because it was always out of sync. It was either like the campaign was bad, but the multiplayer was great, or the campaign mm-hmm. was good, but the multiplayer was bad. Right, so it's like, all right, finally you've combined the pieces. Your competitors have fallen. You've got mm. the stage to yourself, and it's just like the momentum just stopped because you couldn't make any content. And I understand, like, hey, we need to like worry about work-life balance, which is great. But, uh, you know, don't be surprised if when you want to soft relaunch the game after a year or a year and a half that people won't come back. Because okay. people have their own games. Like, people people give your game one look, and then, like, that's it. They're gone. They're bouncing. Yeah. You know? People have yep. their Fortnites, and there's Rocket Leagues to play, and they're not really worried about what Halo's doing anymore. So, I still think they... Can we talk about this work-life balance thing? Can we talk about this? Like, seriously, if... No, it seems like no one's talking about the fact that they have to struggle with work-life balance to do less than the bare minimum. Am I wrong? Like, uh, they keep talking about work-life balance and, well, because of work-life balance, we're going to get out less than the bare minimum. Isn't that a problem in in and of itself? Yeah. That but- they have to crunch to do the bare minimum? Well... Is that not a problem in and of itself? You could say that that could be in some form indicative of what other studios are doing because we've had plenty of horror stories, right? And Mm. this is where it gets difficult, right? Because I am never going to sit here and say, no, I want you to sacrifice, you know, your health or your free time to, to give me levels in a video game. That's not really my jam. I get, I get the context behind what you're saying is that like, you know, no one is asking for 10 maps or, no. you know, uh, Forge to be done next week. What no. people are, what, what the balance is I really said bare minimum to very little with, with mm. that caveat of, you know, priority zero, which feels in some contexts, and this is, it's a difficult conversation to have, right? Because in some contexts, by putting this weird, I've never heard the phrase priority zero. Priority one, I understand that. Top mm. priority. Priority zero, what? Like, like I don't know. What does that even mean? And it's like, No priority? You've made, you've made a marketing <laughs> buzzword, you know, to to blanket the, 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 the excuse. I don't like to use the word excuse, but it's the best one that I can think of right now. I know, kind of is. We're saying we can't do this we need to stick to this priority zero mandate. And I think that this is probably stemming from the epic amounts of crunch they've had to go through before with, with Halo four and five, right. Uh, with the, the studio lead saying, okay, yeah, we're sorry. We're not going to do that to you again. And I, I personally, this is just pure conjecture on my part. I think that that, that repetition and that conversation, that's something that's been born internally from those previous issues and problems that they've had. And I think to a degree, management are like, yeah, we know that this needs more, but we are not, we are not breaking our promise to our staff, um, and we're gonna we're gonna put this this internal language around it about how this is always the underlying priority, priority zero, whatever they want to phrase it. But when you read it in a blog update to us, the general public, 
it feels it feels like a weird marketing buzzword to talk about work no crunch and it, it's mm. it just it's it's weird to read it mm. in that, without all of that knowledge and context behind it it's just weird um yeah it, it's really it's really hard we don't know all of the details behind what's going on we don't know what else they're working on we don't know the depth and the scale of some of the problems that they're contending with and they have to walk this line between telling us every single piece of transparent truth and then uh eroding trust or or causing problems for other management and other areas within xbox all of that jazz and being transparent with their player base at the same time i don't envy them this is what i mean i don't i don't i feel bad for them because everyone i know at 343 that works on halo loves halo as much as you or i do but they also yeah they have this responsibility to the player base and right now the player base is speaking generally are not satisfied with what's out how, on the table. How, how many maps would have been five? Like acceptable, I guess. I five. Think, I think two, two of each would be would be grand. But it, again, it depends on where you. You know, if they said, "Ah, oh, this 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 season is BTB season. Here's three BTB maps." As an arena player, I'd be like, "That sucks." But as a BTB five. player, you might be like, "Woo!" I think five's too much. I think I think two of each. Really? Or, yeah, I, I think three arena and two big team battle. I think you, I think you underestimate how much play testing and work has to go into it to, to ensure consistent spawning, player containment, balance of gameplay over many, many, many. Okay, games. okay, I, I understand all that because you, like, you make maps. I understand all that, but you're one person. Yeah, sure. Three four three has multiple people. Yeah, like can, can we stop? <sighs> Just <laughs> come on, look. There's this. You know better than I would what it takes to make a Halo map because you do it. And, and it takes you, a singular person, a long time. It's not one person working on Halo maps. Well, like, yes. So I can, I can forge a map in, in, in a day. I could forge a really pretty, looks amazing map. In that might day. play like crap. And that's the rub, right? And it's great. And you can hmm. get te- eight of your mates in to play test it, and they'll say they really like this. And then you can either immediately react to all that feedback and make a bunch of changes, or you can stick to your guns. And then you'll do another play test, and another play test, and then you know suddenly you might have to radically redesign it because you find a big weakness. And that's that's this big chunk of time and feedback that you have to really hone in on and know what to listen to and what not. And that's hard. And but guess what? Yeah. Guess what? There's another problem. That also assumes that at the end of that process, you're still going to end up with a great map, which A, is no guarantee. B, they still thought, hey, let's have SWAT play on Behemoth. All the SWAT players are like, why is this map allowed in SWAT? And then they realized after three months, oh, maybe Behemoth shouldn't be a SWAT map. And they've now kicked it out. Yeah. So all this process you're talking about doesn't even guarantee a great end result anyway. Yep. So it's still ridiculous that there's only two maps. No matter which way you slice it, it's still ridiculous that there's only two maps. Call, call this a... Uh, you had me at Halo Part 2, apparently. Oh. <laughs> anyway, I mean, I can't believe we've been going for it over minutes. an hour. And I'm, we sure, even... I'm sure chat looks just like Jesse looks like right now. It's just like they're still <laughs> uh, talking about Halo. Broken broken inside I, I, okay last last two super chats and we'll move on last two super because we could we could talk about this for i could talk about this for like five hours 
Uh, Armello, I apologize for the emotion, but I'm also tired of the excuses. Nick is actually on point right now with his Halo views. <laughs> Thanks, Armello. Monte Carlo, happy Easter to the great Nick and the fake Greek Jason. <laughs> Much love, guys. 343 could make a new IP, in my opinion. Eh, debatable. Yeah. Debatable. Right, that's it. Let's move on. Drawn. No more Halo talk. All right. We're sorry. Halo dead. Halo okay. dead. Let's move uh, on. <laughs> Halo uh, dead. Don't worry. <laughs> the dystopian future is realized because we're going to get loads of uh, advertisements in our video games, right? Now, this this is an amusing story. Oh, my Nick God. Grant, help me out here. Help me out if I've got the timeline right. Earlier this week, Microsoft or it was leaked by Bloomberg. We last couldn't week. talk about this last week because no, no, no. we had it was we had Ed Freeze on. It was uh, yeah, it was last week. Two last Friday, week. two Fridays ago. Okay. No, yeah. Wait, was it two Fridays? Something ago? like that. But Microsoft, yeah, yeah. This stuff leaked out that they were considering letting free-to-play games have placed advertisements in them as an extra mm. way to monetize for developers. Blah blah blah. Yeah. But they were something that's been in games since like the eighties. Hey, I played I NBA 2K last night, and there's ads for Mountain Dew and State Farm, and mm-hmm. you know stuff like that. that. So airwaves in Splinter Cell. Do you remember that rant? Yes, yes, <laughs> yes. Like, I remember. When was that? 2002. I was like, "What the hell is he doing with some airwaves chewing gum?" I remember oh, driving down the streets of Burnout Paradise, seeing "Vote for <laughs> yeah. uh, Barack Obama" and, and billboards. Madness. Crackdown. Crackdown had ads for um, Cloverfield. On the billboards in the city, yeah, like yeah. those billboards were up, they could be updated. Yeah, I don't know those, if it was in real time. Make, those at least make sense, though. Like, but, but that's what this, what I think, was about. Like, I, I, I couldn't believe the outrage. I mean, don't get me wrong. I'm aware why the outrage oh. existed. It's because Microsoft was doing it. Yeah. Because funny how we didn't hear much noise when all of a sudden it came out that Sony was thinking about the same thing. Imagine all of a that. sudden it wasn't as big a deal sure. anymore. Well, because because when when it was announced for Microsoft. Everybody was like, see, I told you, this is what Game Pass would lead to. Yeah, no. They'd have to put ads oh. in these games. And it's like, did you read the article or is this free-to-play stuff? Yeah, no. Game Pass is unsustainable. Uh, they need ads. It's like, okay. And then PlayStation does it and zoop, everybody's quiet. Yep. Nothing. Everybody doesn't no. have nothing yeah. insane. Fun fact, everyone. Microsoft and Sony back in Gen 6 already had specific companies that were doing this stuff. All Microsoft's plan was, instead of having a separate company do it, they were going to do it in-house. That's the only difference, geniuses. Like, advertising in games has been a thing. There is a video game called Cool Spot, which is an Ah. entire video game based on the 7-Up spot. Like, advertising in video games is not new. When I heard this story, I'm like, weren't they already doing this like 10 years ago? And they did. Microsoft had a very specific company that helped with getting ads into games. Product placement, billboards, Doritos Crash Course, anyone? One of the most popular Xbox Live Arcade games, literally called Doritos Crash Course. Like, Here's a challenge for Jesse to keep him on his toes. Does anyone remember? I might be showing my age here. Does anyone remember Pushover on the Amiga and it was sponsored... By Quavers of all things, which is a, I don't know if you have them out there or in or in the US, which is a cheesy, funny shaped crisp. Um, and if you can't find footage for pushover, how is that a challenge? 
I don't oh, know. Disappeared. There you it is. would find the specific. You literally just type in pushover Amiga and there's 900 results. Yeah, YouTube's got everything, little, man. There's a little thing with quavers in it. But um, there was also uh, Zool, which was sponsored by yeah. Chupa Chups. Yes. Um, and it had Chupa Chups levels. Oh, we, we've talked about this on this podcast. I, you know, it's funny. And it was hard for me to say something on Twitter without getting attacked because unless you watch the show, you wouldn't know. I've said, I actually like advertising in my video games. I've said this before. It makes the game feel more real for me. So when I used to play Sega's arcade games and I'd see Coca-Cola signs or Pepsi signs, I'd be like, oh, cool. I'm in the real world in this video game. This is the best. Anyone who's played Crazy Taxi will know that that entire game is one giant ad. You drop off people at Pizza Hut. You drop off people at KFC. You drop, like, this, how, I couldn't believe this was even news. I am so like, happy that Jesse has found that advert. <laughs> which advert? That in 25, 30 years. What? Sorry. The Quavers that. Amigo. Um... Oh, right. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, but yes, you're right. It's been a thing for ages. Uh, Sony's it, done it before. Many times. As far back it. as the PS1. Like, it's not... Your two favorite games, thing. Nick, are nothing but advertisements. Fortnite yeah. and Rocket League are not Fortnite, cross Fortnite, anyone who plays Fortnite is one giant ad. Like, yeah. I, I don't understand how this... I mean, again, I do understand because it was Microsoft doing it at first. Now that Sony's not doing it, far less of a controversy all of a sudden. Yeah. Like, I think people, I think people are just worried about the implementation of said ads. Right. But didn't the article say it was going to be like in-game billboards and blah, 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 yeah, blah? It wasn't going to be watch people, a video... But, but that's playing. what people think. People think like, you know, like what NBA 2K did a couple years ago where they actually, you had to watch an ad before you played the game in the $70 version of the game that you bought. You in the loading screen, yeah? Yeah, 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 or whatever. Mm. People, like, people mm. that's what they, they think, you know, is to be like, oh, you need to reload your gun, but first, hear, hear a word from our sponsor, right? And you got to listen nah. to them say something before. I'm just saying, like, people's minds go to, you know, a horrible ad implementation and they think yeah. it's going to, like, ruin... And then they think, well, yeah, it's just free-to-play games for now. And then even, once people accept free-to-play games, you know, then they'll move on to the games that you pay full price for. So... Even you know. Nintendo does it. Nintendo. Did everyone forget that Mario Kart 8 has Mercedes cars in it? Like... Everyone, it's this is this has been an ancient thing in video games. Product placement, ads, this, that, the other. Like loading screens, having them. Loading screens have had ads for a long time. Yeah, like it's just Perfect Dark had Samsung plastered all over its pause menu and in its loading screens. Like, I mean, where people have forget when uh, when you would drink, get your uh, monster drink in Death Stranding. When us, uh, you know. Oh, but that's not as bad. Because when Kojima does it, he does it in like this genius abstract way where he's making you think about commercialism in the world and like, whatever, man. Yeah, he still, took a, like, he still, could, just, still took a check from them though. So You had to reload your batteries, energizer batteries in Alan Wake. Yeah, like, they, they were energizer as well. Yeah, they were. And Verizon was the mobile carrier powering Alan Wake. Like, seriously, people, get over it. It's like ancient. It's been around for 30 years. It's Get not, over it's it. It's not going to result in a dystopian future, basically. You know, oh I want to see... Here's here's what I... Like, Fortnite is one giant ad already. Rocket, like, And it's amazing. 
So, like, I could see, like, ads and stuff, like, okay, but, like... More ads. How, how what sort of ads are you running in Halo Infinite, right? Because, <laughs> at least in those other games, you can, you can at least be like, okay, well, the ads make sense. Like, Halo's set in this future, far, you know, futuristic world. Like, it wouldn't be right to be, I'm chasing, you know, someone down a corridor, and here's a, here's a, a thing for Mountain Dew pops up or whatever, right? <laughs> so, I yeah. was thinking... You could do a promotion with the TV show and be like, make sure you got your Manscaped for Master Cheeks. You know what I'm saying? You get like a little partnership going on there. Which I, I, I think I've said this joke oh, on Xbox too, but you know, it's like, because I, I struggle, like what sort of advertising could you do for Halo Infinite? In, in Halo Infinite, since it's a free-to-play game. Like I struggle. Could have done, they could have done a, I've said this, they could have done an Iron Man set of... Armor customizations for multiplayer. Well, maybe yeah. those Deal can still come, but you know, it's just fits. It fits. There's ways. There's ways you can do it. You get a supreme sticker you can slap on your Spartan wherever you want. A thousand bucks. Yeah. Taco Bell stickers. The Taco stickers. Yeah. Do all sorts of stuff. I mean, people eat food in Halo. Do you think they? we'll get a a cosmetic set with the Halo Infinite armor with just? Master Cheek's buns exposed. You know, as he's like running around, his ass is just hanging out. How about they do one where it's just my face or Pablo's face? There's no helmet. There's no helmet. It's like they model Pablo Schreiber's face. That would be hilarious. Just running around. I would pick, I would buy that. I would buy that helmet customization straight away. Say, look at me. I'm in Halo Infinite. That'd be great. But yeah, ads, so ads are games. Quit panicking, people. It's they've been there for 30 wow. years, but they've been there since most of you were born. Like, it's okay. I want more ads in games. Bugger you. Well, I want more of them. Stuff it. One game that didn't need to have too many ads in it to sell 5 million copies was Dying Light 2, who celebrated mm. that little milestone. Um, Is that all right? Game, game went through a bit of a of a dev hell there were lots of rumors swirling about it but it seemed to have landed okay and i think they celebrated 20 million copies keep me honest here jesse the first one of the first dying light which is getting a next gen patch as well at some point soon um so i think i think that next gen patch actually finally hit oh good at least on playstation yeah good old good old playstation rocking in first there um now I'm, I'm, I'm wondering. We've, we've been on a bit of a rant, so maybe I know, maybe we, and we bug it up. There were community well, yeah. questions that related to Halo that we should have asked. We did. <laughs> we did. Well, maybe it's a good thing, but we'll, we'll tackle them at the end. Um, I'm going to swap these around. Can we talk about Ubisoft, Nick? Can we talk about Ubisoft? Yeah, okay. what, what, so you just you just gloss over dying like two. No, well, do you want to talk more about? Well, no, no, no. I was just just saying. Look, look. I was just saying. It's interesting that we have sales figures for Dying Light Two and Elden Ring. Yeah, all the big games from uh, February have released their sales figures, except but not the biggest banger. Not the biggest banger of February. The banger of bangers. Banger, banger. It's just interesting. That's all. No. Oh yeah, there was there was a banger that we didn't get sales figures for. Although Herman Hulst did tweet about the twenty million that the first game sold. Funny. I though. mean, dying five million for Dying Light in a month. Dying Light two in the month, I think, is quite impressive. Honestly, that yeah, that okay. is a very very good figure. 
yeah, people really hmm. did like the the but like f- five million in one month for Dying Light Two. I think that's quite impressive. Twelve hmm. million in three weeks for Elden Ring is absurdly bonkers. ridiculous. It's yeah. bonkers. Uh, but yeah. I just, I but, thought that was... it, but it was funny to see him tweet about Horizon Zero Dawn's Hey, sales you're an figures. Xbox podcast. You can't talk about this stuff. Two months after the new game has come out. Nick, you're an Xbox what? podcast. Can't talk about it. Why not? You, you can't talk about it. Talk about Nintendo. We talk about PlayStation. You tell, about the people, tell the people how many times you wanted to make a Nintendo podcast and PlayStation podcast, but because you can't. You wanted to, but you can't. And what was the reason why you can't? Because there's nothing to talk about. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, half the PlayStation news out there is generated by me. So so I'd be one of the only ones that would be like, have anything to talk about. Oh, man. I I love having Rand on. He's got some spiciness, you know. There's always a little bit of spice. I'm just asking questions, you know. That's all. I I would love to know. You've got Dying Light 2 numbers. Returnal Returnal is an amazing game. Set the the world on fire on the sales sales charts. Returnal Returnal was amazing. No slander here on Returnal, please. I'm not talking about the quality of the games. I loved Ratchet and Clank Rift Apart. Games sold a million copies. Before it came out, though, it was being hyped as like the greatest thing that's ever going to grace the video game space. Yet none of those people bought it. I did. It's Guess true. what? Because the argument against Sony's Game Pass is that, oh no, their games sell 20 million. No, they don't. A few of their games do. Not the rest of them. Yeah. Sony aren't know. Nintendo. Doesn't matter how much you want them to be. Sony aren't Nintendo. So Sony does need to put their games on the Game Pass because not all their games sell 20 million. Only a few of them do. Hey, the Returnal guy did say he can't wait for their game to come to the PlayStation Plus Premium because he can't wait for more people to play the game. More people to try it out. And guess what? Some of those people might buy it now because it's probably a lot cheaper. <laughs> They're doing a DLC. Wow. All right. All of a sudden, yeah, all those people that were like shilling for Ratchet and Clank might actually get to play it now if it comes to their PS Plus thing. Uh, don't play Ratchet like, and Clank. It's... Uh... Ratchet and Clank was great. Eh, it not was for the... seventy bucks. Yes, not for the one hundred and twenty that I paid for it. But if you, um, played, if you played one Ratchet and Clank, you've played this Ratchet and Clank. I will admit that. Yes, it, it is not my favorite Ratchet and Clank game. That is still Tools of Destruction. Um, but it is still a very, very well made. It's a very pretty very, game. Very good game. Very pretty. But. This is the thing, like, it's an argument that continues to fall apart about the whole, oh, but they sell so many copies. They don't. They just... What's, what's, the, what's the best PlayStation game released so far? I think it's Returnal. In terms of... Oh, your enjoyment. Wait. Your personal enjoyment. How far back are we going? Just PS5 launch. PS5 launch, so... Astrobot. The Astrobot, yeah. Astrobot's pretty Astrobot. good. Yeah. Astrobot is the best PlayStation 5 exclusive game. And no one's going to agree because it's the free game that came with the console. I don't care about that crap. I don't care about whether the game was a hundred bucks, the game was two bucks, the game was five bucks. I play a game to play a game. If a game's fun, a game is fun, regardless of how it how it was made, regardless of its camera perspective. It doesn't matter. Is the game good? The game's good. What's the best Xbox game since for the Series X and S era? Hmm. I mean, you only have like three to choose from. (laughs) 
Oh, does like, it have to be first party? And, 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 well, yeah, it has to be what? first party okay. for doing first party. Oh, does it? Oh, that makes it even yeah. harder. Because <laughs> I, I didn't play be... Forza Horizon 5. Um, yeah, and you run an Xbox podcast. Oh, my Lord. It would have to be Halo. Um, you know, It's probably Halo. <laughs> yeah. I think. Psychonauts Wait. 2 was pretty damn good. Oh, uh, yeah. Psychonauts 2. May- uh, no, I like Halo more than Psychonauts 2. Um, so, Psychonauts 2 was really, really good. It's good. It I haven't beat it yet, but uh, it's probably Halo. Could it me. be something that's just exclusive to the platform? No, no. first party. Damn it. Well, would Otherwise, be it wouldn't be Halo for me. Expand it. Um, it would probably be Halo. Psychonauts 2 is right there. I really like Psychonauts 2 a lot. Um, but Forza Horizon, see, choosing between Halo, Forza, and Psychonauts 2 would be very difficult for me because I really liked all of them. Mm. Nobody's yeah. nobody's gonna pick Gears Tactics. Okay. No. No. No, it's not XCOM. So we hated it as a site. We gave it a six. <laughs> um. <sighs> Yeah, but it's probably. But and for the record, I have not played Forza Horizon Five, so I can't. Why not? Why haven't you played Forza Horizon Five? What's up with that? Those those games just became work. Like work. I played three. I played three, and because it was Australia, so and I enjoyed it. And then I started four, and I was like, man, this is a lot. And I kind of just dropped it after a couple of hours. And then I saw five, and I'm like. Eh. Five setup is much better than four. Four definitely map spammed you way too early. Yeah. You get uh, map spam in five eventually. Plus, but in, it's Mexico when you're bro. editing it. Yeah. It's a great, it, great map. Forza Horizon nice One too. is still the best one. The first game is well, still the best. If, one. if Forza Horizon Six comes out and it's in Japan, are you in? Maybe. Depends on mm. how they structure it. Like secretly, the two best Forza Horizon games. In no particular order, because I can't decide the order. The two best Forza Horizon games. Forza Horizon 1. Forza Horizon 2 presents Fast and the Furious. They are the two best Forza Horizon games. I mean, Forza Horizon 1 was pretty damn good. Oh. And on Series X? And at the time, nobody was like... nobody. I remember when that game came out and people were like, uh, and then just imagine, like, you said to somebody in 2012, like, this team is going to basically in you know 10 years or whatever going to dominate the racing genre people to laugh mm. yeah. what about yeah. what about polyphony oh no not polyphony not anymore polyphony i think um, they keep using ps2 and ps3 assets in their new games and like take 10 years to make a game falls horizon on, 2 man. is probably my favorite i think like it was the polyphony is like the 343 of the playstation studios mm. that's not a compliment I know. But anyway, I, I want to talk about Ubisoft. I want to talk about Ubisoft and uh, and what they might be up to. Um, lots of, lots apparently, of they're interest- apparently, they might be looking to get themselves sold off. It, yeah. And I, I've seen there have been a bunch, bunch of news, you know, outside of the, the purchasing rumors. But I saw, was it, was it Henderson? Tom Henderson leaked uh, Project Q. And then they did a tweet like, well, you might have heard. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, we're doing this Battle Royale game, Project Q. Um, But yeah, Ubisoft getting sold. Now that's interesting. Do you think? Do you think Microsoft's in the in the running for that one next? Do you think they're yeah? Why not? Well, I mean, we were talking about Scalar a few weeks back, weren't we? When they revealed Ubisoft Scalar at GDC, and I said, I said, I think Amazon and Microsoft would be super interested in this technology. Only way they get their hands on it is to buy Ubisoft. How else are you going to get it? 
I'm well, sure they'd ta- love to. We're talking what? about Ubisoft because a report came out. John, you got to your podcast, so you got to set up the context for people that don't know. You know, where's the context for this? <laughs> right? I, I, I'm just following the show notes. I, I oh, well, who wrote the show notes? That's why, that's why I queued Nick up. He's still to tell me the context. I just quickly whipped them up last night before I went to the church. Uh. <laughs> so there was a Bloomberg article that mentioned that uh, a couple private equity firms were investigating Ubisoft, um, which. Yeah, I mean, I think Ubisoft is wanting has been wanting to sell for a while. Uh, I think I think certain segments of Ubisoft. I don't know if Eve has been super enthusiastic about selling. He may be more warm to the idea now, but I don't think he used to be. The thing is, I think Ubisoft has fallen so far from gamers' graces that like Xbox fans are like, eh, no. And yeah. PlayStation fans are like, eh, no thanks. Or, you know what I mean? We're, but like five Probably. years ago, people were like, Ubisoft? Hell yeah. Mm. You know, they got all these like weird free-to-play battle royale. Like, there's like seven. They got like X Defiant and they got like uh, uh, mm. Division Heartlands. They got like um, this, other, oh. this Project Q that they just, Tom Henderson leaked and then Ubisoft announced. It was like, oh, you heard about NFTs. this game? They got all this stuff and it's just like, and all their franchises that I love, like Far Cry, basically they just molded into every other franchise that they own. Like Far Cry basically mm. became like like anything else. And I, <sighs> at least we're getting Split in a Cell. Yeah, yeah, it's a remake though. Uh, you know, which is I'll that's take cool. It. I'll take it. I'll take it anyway. I'll take I can it. get it. I just, I just feel that Microsoft and Sony aren't really that interested in Ubisoft because it's, it would be, it would be a complete cluster to integrate 20,000 employees yeah. across 40 worldwide studios. I, and I sort of feel like Microsoft, even though they would do their due diligence and look at everything and be like, okay, how much would we pay and what would we get? I feel like they would be like, nah, this is just, we can't handle this. And same thing with Sony. It's just like, I also feel like just all of a sudden you're onboarding 20,000 employees. Can you imagine? I just, and this would be yeah, like the we one the acquisition. Same. No, 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 Nick. No, Nick. Clubbrill said the same thing about Activision, Ubis, uh, Activision Blizzard. They would never take on something that big because of all that stuff. Well, and then they did. Yeah, but Activision I, Blizzard gives you way more than Ubisoft does. Yeah. Way I mean, more. It's worth it the risk. You- you get Blizzard for the PC side. You get King, a mobile presence that is in countries that Xbox has zero presence in, that yeah. they've been looking for something in mobile for forever. And then you get like, mm. yeah, you get Call of Duty and stuff. Like Activision, from a business standpoint, makes the utmost sense. Uh, Ubisoft, to me, in comparison, is just like, no. Like I, I under, 100% understand why they wanted Activision and why they were willing to pay that money for it. Right, Ubisoft. So Ubisoft's I, way cheaper, though. Yeah, it's way cheaper for sure. Uh, but just because something just because something cheaper doesn't mean you, you should buy it. Just because you got the money. No, I'm just saying. Like Ubisoft is more in the Bethesda realm in terms of what. It who would, would cost you rather them. have, Bethesda or Ubisoft? God, that's tough for me because I don't really care about it. You don't like Xbox at all. Why is he even on this show? He doesn't like Xbox. What's going on? <laughs> 
I I don't know. I just think Ubisoft, like Ubisoft, still has strong IP. Like, sure, still and has Creed very is really strong. Yes, Assassin. But I'm I'm just talking about broadly. They have a lot of IP that stuff can be done with, even if Ubisoft's not necessarily doing stuff with it. Assassin's Creed, Prince of Persia, Rayman, Splinter Cell. Uh, you know that they, they still have strong IP. Like just like Activision has strong IP that they're doing nothing with. Ubisoft does too. But I guess Ubisoft, the, I think the, the, the spanner in the works with a potential Ubisoft acquisition would be the sheer volume of staff. Like Activision Blizzard is 70 billion. Ubisoft will probably be, I don't know, 10, 15 at most. But the staff size on Ubisoft is way more than Activision. Way, yeah. way more. You got to think though. There's huge numbers of publishing arms, and and there's lots of support studios. I think, yeah, the onboarding of that would be challenging. And there is such a thing as trying to acquire too much too fast. I mean, I worked at a, a company in the UK that did. Uh, they did something like twenty acquisitions in four years, four or five years. Who? Uh, a telecoms company that I used to work oh, for. right. And uh, as a support engineer for that company, I suddenly had to have something like 15 different support portals with 20 different mm. buttons, with 20 versions of the same technology, but with all bespoke unique quirks. Mm. And suddenly we were expected to roll with that. And you try and think, and that was, that was on a relatively small niche scale. You try and think of that at that scale and add to the fact that um, whilst the Activision acquisition does not prevent, to my knowledge, legally, Microsoft from acquiring anyone else. No. I don't think Microsoft would seek to acquire anything that would be considered, and I get it, they're not in the same ballpark, right, because of the number of IP and the different realms that Activision touches. But from a pure console gamer mindset, looking at the industry, you know, you stand Activision next to Ubisoft, next to EA. You know, they're all there. They're, they're one of the big ones. And I mm. just don't, I feel like they would be cutting off the nose despite their face just to even attempt it. Like, I'm, I guarantee if, they, if if those rumors are true and, you know, I imagine they're probably feeling it out, but I don't think, I'm, I'm kind of with Rand on this. I don't think they would actually pull the trigger on this at all. I don't know. They get, we'll I, I think they get more than people think. Everyone just keeps seeing the 20,000 staff, but then don't look at much else. Like, Scalar would be big for them and GameStack and Azure. And they get the IP. And I know Satya wants IP. They want IP. They want lots of IP. And I know they want to pump stuff into Game Pass as well. I don't know. And I mean, speaking of which... I was about to say, speaking of Speaking of which, are we seeing old Ubisoft games coming to Game Pass? Yeah, didn't Where'd we hear that? Make a call out like about a year and a quarter ago. Over that, I think that there was a deal to get old Ubisoft games to Game Pass. Didn't we hear that? Come on, Rand. You're yeah. quick to jump on me when I'm wrong. Come on. I've got you now. I've got you here. Come on. <laughs> what, are you, what are you talking about? So, long, time ago, long time ago, Rand, to help. Uh, no, no, no. I remember Nick's, 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 Nick said that that deal was gonna that deal was gonna happen last year. I yeah, said it should happen by the end of the year. Well. That's right. And it's more likely going to happen by the end of this year. It's already started. Well, I mean, 
for honor and origins like whatever it's two games yeah, and they said they're bringing more via Kinect yeah, or something sh- like that that's for the i think the pc side well i mean they already announced they're going to bring ubisoft, ubisoft plus to, to xbox so yeah i mean that's not which i'm sure will also end up in game pass at some point yeah probably no i mean mm. me and jez had talked about that last year too like we had heard rumors that things were going on mm. but you know, uh, I all, but you know, talk. I don't think people care about old games in Game Pass. So I personally don't think like, oh yay, Origins. Like, what is what is Origins like, well, now? Like, Five years old. You know, they want new games. I don't yeah. like the Ubisoft. You see, the, John, you mentioned like when you mentioned the the other publishers stacked up. Like, if this was five years ago, Ubisoft's right with them. Yeah, I would agree. like when they were mm. in their resurgence. Like, they were right there. Mm. and they've sort of fell off and a lot of their games they're making now are free to play stuff which like doesn't really help mm. game pass in any capacity really so i'm sure microsoft will look at the, look at it they can afford it but is it worth it like is it really worth purchasing ubisoft i i think for the price yes for sub for sub 15 billion yes i think i don't see, i don't know I just is Jesse is Jesse talking to us right now? Because he's muted. If he is, no, I've got a house full of people. Sorry. Oh, right. Okay. Because I keep seeing Jesse talking. I'm like, is he talking to us? <laughs> Just not sure. <laughs> so, um, here's here's a quick call out. There's a couple of super chats uh, that you might want to touch on. Um, oh, is it? Yeah, we've got one from Gold Shell. If you can't see it, I can. Uh, I can do the honors. Oh, yeah, gold shell. Nick, you mentioned you want a solid pro controller. You need to get Scuff Instinct Pro. Best $200 I've spent on a controller. Look, I get it, gold shell, but I have this thing about buying third-party controllers. It's just I've never liked doing it. It's it's an OCD thing probably more than anything else because I probably should buy a Scuff because the Elite controllers are built surprisingly poorly. Yeah. So my Elite, man, it is falling apart at the seams literally all the grips are coming apart everything's just coming apart yeah like mine did that it's it's weird that the base controller is built so much better than the elite controller well I, my, so weird. my weird theory is is that they put all these heavy high quality metal parts on the elites but underneath them is still the same plastic stuff that was running all the other normally yeah, plastic if, stuff. As someone I who's think... had to change out parts, it's mostly the same internal. Yeah. The ex- externals are much nicer. But like the bumpers break because there's... And those grips came off because it was something new. Um, the third-party grips you can get actually stay on if you want. Yeah. On the Elite just... 1. Yeah. Yes. The Elite 2 doesn't have parts. that option. No. Yeah. Yep. Just wait Just wait for the inevitable Elite 3. I'm waiting for the white Elite. I want to get that white Elite 2. That leaked how long ago? Weren't there pictures of that a while ago? It'll probably be E3. It'll probably be an E3 drop. More Xbox controllers. Yay. (laughs) This is one thing Microsoft is good at releasing on a regular cadence. Yes. Um, Mm. But yeah. If they could get games out at the regularity they get out controllers, then man. Well, if we're talking talking about acquisitions, Nick, you're the acquisition man. You stamped and put in the vernacular acquisition season, right? (laughs) You're the man about this. Um, so, uh, how, how do you, what do you feel? Let's, let's assume hypothetically the Activision deal goes through, no problems. I would imagine early next year, right? I still think it's going to be later this year. I think it'll be around September. I think it's, Activision. I think it's, I think it's next year. I think it goes through March of next year. No, I'm sticking to September. Yeah. I think, okay, well, either way, let's, let's, let's hypothetically imagine it goes through 
next year, January, mm-hmm. February, right? What do you think Microsoft's next targets are? Since you're the man that you know, you you, you, you know all the info, right? I'm I'm curious. Like, what do you think the next? Because you know, we could all sit there and be like, oh, I own Interactive and Avalanche. And I'll, all these I'll say the same thing. Working work. I'll say the same thing I said about a year and a half ago. No one is off the table. So then, so if I said, why don't you send out a new tweet about who they won't acquire, so they will acquire them? <laughs> later? I should I should do that. I should do that. <laughs> Reverse jinx well, it. Hey, since so we're talking about acquisitions, right? Uh, I saw the rumor that from apparently someone in the sony camp there sony are considering or want to acquire from software yeah i saw that too and i don't now, know where that I, came from i don't put much stock in it and but... people somehow tied that rumor to me that was oh going that was what? going around uh oh that well because like that was the whole thing with greg miller where he was like there's three things he heard right yeah that's right and then, like, I remember 10K went to the Discord. He's like, I got a DM that from software is being bought by PlayStation. Yeah. Tune in at 5 p.m. because that's when the Japanese stock market closes. It's going to. But then all of a oh. sudden, like, everybody on Twitter was like, whisper, whisper, whisper. I'm an insider yeah. from software is getting bought. In, yeah, right. Yeah. And then it just kind of blew up and nothing happened. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then, like, Grub and, Je- Grub and uh, Greg had talked like live on mm. you know the air and like i think grub even mentioned on his show like the deal well because then the whole kojima stuff happened yeah right mm. which i don't know if you guys talked about last week or whatever but the week before mm. the week before god time just is like what is time these it days does. but mm. but then like he, he, grub had said what that he had heard that the rumored sony acquisition was bigger than kojima uh or whatever um it just never ends does it like it's just it's yeah constant. i know but here's, here's the thing about acquisitions, and I said this a couple of weeks ago. A- acquisitions, like, talks are always there between everyone. Yeah. All the time. Like, and, and, and acquisitions can fall through at the last second for any reason. I mean, we had Ed Freeze on last week telling us that he tried to buy Blizzard 15 years ago. And he tried to buy Westwood. And he had Westwood right there. Goes, guys, I've set this up. I just got to go get married right now. Just get the deal done. And guess what? The deal fell through. Stuff like that is happening all the time. I wouldn't be surprised if Microsoft already looked at Ubisoft once or twice. Wouldn't be surprised in the least. We've heard about Microsoft trying to buy Nintendo. And that didn't go through. Like... This stuff's always happening, which is also the reason why you're not going to hear the Jeff Grubbs and all these other people. They're not going to get into specifics publicly for that reason, because they can fall apart at the last second. It can get dangerous the bigger the company. And if they're public, then you start delving into insider trading waters and no one wants to be responsible for that mess. Like, it's not as basic as, well, if you knew, you'd say, and if you didn't know... It's not that simple, people. This is dangerous territory. When you're dealing with a company the size of Activision or Ubisoft, it's dangerous territory. And depending on whose voice it comes from, it varies as well. So if someone like Jeff Grubb was to come out and be like, yep, I've heard Microsoft's looking at Ubisoft. All of a sudden, that share price starts shifting. All of a sudden, but, YouTubers make videos. Microsoft buying Ubisoft confirmed. That's right. Jeff Grubb said. And, but if 
But if that tweet comes from, I don't know, who's that doctor that showed everyone's private information? If the tweet comes from someone like that, then no one gives a rat's ass and nothing happens. So the the voice it comes from matters too. And most people that have voices that matter are generally aware that their voice matters. So they'll shut the hell up. Yeah. Yeah. Because it's it's not, it's not that simple. I mean, oh no, I'm not going to say what I was about to say just then, (laughs) but like, you just got to be careful when you're like the only, the only, I think acquisition that I was very public about. And I've said this before was the gearbox one. Yeah. And even then I didn't directly say, oh, gearbox is being acquired. I just said, ah, out of nowhere, I wouldn't be surprised if Gearbox got acquired. Three days later, they got acquired. And back then, luckily, I had no following, so it didn't matter. But I had been told Gearbox was being acquired. And that was what I was allowed to tweet out. And three days later, they were. So, but Gearbox is only Gearbox. It's not on the scale of Activision or Ubisoft or Take-Two or... Any of the ones that have been flying around for years. Take two. We, we, weren't we hearing about take two, like around July, August last year? Dude, yeah, it was literally people. It was literally people being like, they're buying take two on the anniversary they bought Bethesda. Mm, and mm. and people were like, we know what's happening. And then nothing happened because nothing ever happens in these sort of things. They just get announced. Like said, you know, whatever. Yeah. Like I said, it's, it's, it's not as simple as people think. This, this stuff is always ongoing. And well, we hear stuff. We hear, look, look at so ACG. What would, you, what would you put the odds at uh, Ubisoft getting acquired by Xbox or PlayStation then? Because I, I think that's Play, what PlayStation, people care. PlayStation, not at all. PlayStation, zero, so not you, at all. Zero percent? Yeah, on PlayStation, yeah. Xbox, what, what would you put the percentage at? Working under the assumption that they're interested... Like if we work under the assumption that they're like, I'm sure you said yourself, they're probably doing due diligence. So if they're ju- doing due diligence, that would suggest they have some interest in buying Ubisoft, no? No, I, I think Xbox I think Xbox has uh, contingency plans for literally every publisher. I, I, I think they probably. have plans of how they would buy EA and take two and yeah. stuff. So like Ed Freeze said the same thing. He said they went to buy EA back in the day. So I think no they one knew already, about that. I think they've already looked at Ubisoft. So it's just a matter of like. I don't know. I, I I would give it like ten percent. Yeah, I, I'm landing around that. I would be like you. Is it you think it's fifty fifty or you think it's more like thirty seventy? W- working under the assumption that they're genuinely interested. Fifty fifty. Fifty fifty. Can't wait for this. Working under to the show assumption a, that they're interested. Uh, Xbox Insider says Microsoft is fifty fifty. <laughs> See what I mean? See what I mean? That's the, and that's the problem. That's another reason I try not to say Jack because that happens. And it's yeah, annoying. And it's usually Jez Cor- and Jez Corden's Xbox Two podcast. <laughs> it's always, in fact, when, when Jez leaked the, uh, the 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 battle royale stuff on Xbox Two, I saw Paul Tassi from Forbes being like, in a recent interview with Jez Corden, it's like an interview. <laughs> when the hell has Xbox Two just become an interview of Jez? At this point? <laughs> That's all you do. You interview Jez each week. Yeah. <laughs> it graces you with his presence. Yeah. Oh God. That's oh, good. Man. Morgan right. Mason has a super chat. Stuck cool. at work, but I thought I'd pop in to say cheers. Also, since Randy's here, if it hasn't happened yet, consider this your scalebound mention for the day. There we go. Every week, scalebound. 
What's up with Platinum Games? I saw the report that uh, Babylon's Fall... They were being acquired too. Babylon's Fall had fallen below like two people on Steam or something. Yeah, yeah it was like eight, eight players. That's it. I mean, that's a flop and a half, isn't it? Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, hey, at least Halo Infinite's got more than eight players. Uh, mm, slightly more. But I, Platinum, Platinum Remedy reminded me of Platinum at the moment. Like you think Platinum, Remedy's taken on too many projects? Yeah, like Platinum did Potentially. that on all of this stuff and it all went a bit pear-shaped for them and things got cancelled and like Remedy have got so hey, many things cooking. Do you remember when Remedy was about to be acquired by PlayStation? Yep. <laughs> Apparently, yeah. I do. Well, it was like it, a few weeks back, wasn't it? It's <laughs> like a few months other, ago. Every other week. <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah. I think we're, we're living in a world where if a, if a developer that works for any thing he likes a PlayStation treat... <gasps> People just read into it and start conjecturing, and it's it's ridiculous. I think this this. I think I think Sony's next acquisition will be one that people probably aren't expecting. It'll probably like everyone keeps talking Remedy, and everyone keeps talking who's the other one from software. From and like, there's all these sort of cliche. uh, Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, Deviation seems like a no-brainer anyway. Just like Haven and yeah, like Deviation is probably like. Uh, uh, a when as opposed to an if but I feel like their next big one if there is a big one will probably be someone that people aren't expecting or assuming I've I've said I've told Jazz recently that I felt it was only a matter of time before PlayStation buys somebody that would piss off Xbox fans because yeah. mostly their acquisitions have kind of just been studios they've worked with so it wasn't yep. that big of a deal. And then when they bought Bungie, it was pretty much right away. Like Bungie's like, no, we're independent. We're going to put our games wherever we feel like it. So Xbox mm-hmm. fans were just like, oh, okay, fine. That's cool. Whatever. But it was only a matter of time before Sony buys somebody that Xbox who? fans like their game. I don't know who. I mean. Well, I, I speculated on Twitter a little while back. CDPR. Eh. I, I, that was speculation. I after, was like, cyber, I reckon... after Cyberpunk? <laughs> No, I mean yeah, but like Microsoft has locked down Western RPGs forever. So Sony probably needs to do something about that, and CDPR is a step towards doing that. Maybe. Again, just speculation. Does, does I was acquisition just like, season continue? Is this acquisition years now? Always, you're going to patent it? Acquisition year? Acquisition. Yeah, it's not a season anymore. It's just like, it's just life acquisition now. Acquisition infinity. It's, it's, it's a lifestyle. Yeah. It's just, that's just what it is now. Like, this. Can you imagine if like acquired. Embracer bought Ubisoft or something? Uh, I'm, I'm sure Embracer would be one of the, an interested party. Uh, I'm sure they would be. Tencent probably too. Yeah. Who knows? Maybe even Apple's interested. Yeah, well, Apple... Don't forget about Apple. Apple has a game subscription service. People keep forgetting about Apple. To dispel the notion that Microsoft will and should buy everyone, right? That's that's not going to happen. But anyway, acquisition seasons with an S. Seasons. Uh, Last thing I have on my list here is the amusing one, which is the saga... The saga and the drama of VG charts. And um, console sales. And console sales, particularly. 
And this was because, and I, I've seen a bunch of beef, so you'll have to help me clear the mud here because I, I, I skimmed a lot of this. But I saw a bunch of beef between Zed Huge and Jeff Grubb because Jeff was like, yeah, who cares? It's just numbers. I saw that. Oh. He was like, hey, I get it. You don't like VG charts, Zed Huge. Leave me out of it. And they kind of apologized to each other or whatever. I saw that. I did not see this. Yeah, it was quite amusing on Twitter. I saw that the, the general gist is VG charts claim some numbers. Yes, and Aaron Greenberg retweeted it. It didn't very the silly, numbers, but by retweeting yep. it, gave credence that the numbers were correct, accurate. And then I think another mm. Xbox staffer quoted it. And yes, the general very lesson silly. That should be learned here is what don't agree with VG charts numbers. Here's the problem with VG charts, right? And I'm not going to rag on VG charts the way some people do, right? VG charts, whoever started that little venture has done well for themselves they've been quoted in full-on news outlets and everything right vg charts take whatever numbers are available so it's not a hundred percent made up because they do take real some whatever real numbers we have available to us they take that yes <laughs> yes wandering dutch we might have another four-hour podcast in our hands um they it's take Sunday's birthday tomorrow. We're, we're not going for four hours. I've got to be, he's going to be up. I've got to go to my parents soon for Greek <laughs> Easter. So I can't go for that long. Um, VG charts do take some real numbers and then the made up stuff or extrapolated stuff takes over from there. The problem with VG charts is that with Xbox, there's literally no data outside of Japan. I don't think is there. Japan's like the only numbers we get for Xbox and it's like three, which is why it's so easy to track. Yeah, I think so. So we don't know and, and most likely we'll never know Xbox's numbers, um, which is why I said a few weeks back, what we I can't even remember what we were talking about a few weeks ago and we said they shouldn't even report on the numbers if they were doing well because it undermines them. Yeah. They've said publicly we're not reporting on numbers anymore. Like just, you know, so... VG charts has them at around 14 million. And then Aaron Greenberg's tweeting. Now, I took Aaron Greenberg's tweet as Xbox is doing great. And it's great that we're doing so much better than we did with the Xbox 360, which was our best-selling console. That, that was the context of which I gathered that tweet. But I can also see how most people would see that as confirmation of VG charts numbers. Yeah. Even though I didn't see it as that, I can completely see how many would which is why I don't think Aaron should have done that. And I don't think the other person should have done it. Like, I think that's silly because that's it now. Everyone's going to be like, well, Xbox is at 14 million, which I think is probably way off personally. Yeah. And it's it's a weird position Microsoft's in now. Like, let's say for, for argument's sake that Microsoft is about the same or slightly ahead of PlayStation. Let's just say. Hypothetically. If, hypothetically. If they turn around and go, oh, we're ahead of PlayStation. Let's talk about the numbers. Let's get that marketing buzz that we're outselling PlayStation, which I agree they need because the narrative has always been that they're smashing Xbox. PlayStation is smashing it. It's the best-selling console. Two and that one. gives momentum. Yeah, that gives momentum and that leads to people going, yep, I'm going to buy PlayStation because it's the best-selling. So I get why they would want that message out there that no, we're the best selling or we're selling the same. I understand that. 
but the problem is it undermines them. So what happens? So they so they break their rule, and they say we're outselling PlayStation. What happens when they're not outselling? Do they just then go back to not reporting the numbers? Yeah, exactly. So all of a sudden, the message they're sending is, if we're not reporting, we're being outsold. Yeah. And that's Which a is problem what everyone assumed when they changed to MAU. Correct. Anyway. That, so right now, everyone assumes that they stop talking because they stop selling. But we don't know that for a fact. It's what we assume. If they report numbers while they're ahead and then go and stop, we know forever. Yeah. We know forever that if they're not reporting, it's because they're being outsold. So to me, they should not report their numbers. I still think they should leak the numbers and then report on them and confirm them. Just give the numbers That's to how I... he'll, he'll leak them. He'll leak them, right? <laughs> he would leak them. If I was told the number, would I leak it? Depends if I was told I'm allowed to leak it. He's you know how I work. If I'm told, if I'm told, you know, I'm everything, to, I X, everything Xbox leaks. Right? Sorry, everything Xbox leaks. Right? How many project code names do we know of of games in the future? God, they are me. I only got told about the one. <laughs> Jez knows all the code names. I only got told about the one, Doesn't which was that Wormwood it. one. That's it. That's the only one I got told about. I, Game I, ones. I, I got told a couple of non-game ones, but... I agree with Nick on this one, because... Yeah. Look, yeah, I would love to know the numbers. I think everybody would, right? And to me, Aaron Greenberg's tweet was... I read it like Nick. I read it it was like, we're doing better than our best system, right? Um, What's odd about it was like, you know, you don't have to use an intermediary. You can literally just tell us the numbers. Like, you can literally make an infographic and be like, Xbox has passed 15 million and here's three. Like, you could do that sort of, like, you don't have to rely on the third party to get that information across. You have the, you have the information yourself. Um, Yeah, I didn't read it as like, well, 14 million must be the correct number. I just saw like, hey, Xbox is doing pretty damn good considering the generation hmm. it just came off of and the yep. fact that Xbox really hasn't released any games outside of Forza and Halo. Like I think they're doing pretty amazing to be honest with you. Yeah. You got you got a shortage uh, of consoles and you're still like like the demand for the consoles is through the roof. Um but I also think like Phil was very 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 much out there to lead up to launch of this gen being like Console sales aren't everything. They're just a part of our business. And yeah. even if we were outselling the PlayStation 5, we wouldn't report numbers. So it would look odd, hypocritical mm. even, yeah, for you to suddenly be outselling PlayStation and you're just like, look, PlayStation, console sales matter again. And guess That's what? Right. We're ahead of PlayStation. And That's right. It, it just... It, Look, the the I would I would like it to happen simply because I would like to see the tears, Nick and John. Yes. Oh, I, I would love agree. to see the tears. Not only that, I think they need to get the numbers out there. That's the irony of it. I don't think they should report them, but at the same time, they need to report them because. Here's a question. Here's, sorry, and I get I get it right, but here's a question for you guys. Hmm. Regardless of what VG Charts said, and I can't remember the number now off the top of my head, was it thirteen point eight seven? I think. What do you guys actually think the numbers are? What like what are the PlayStation numbers at the moment? 
Did you see the corner of Nick's mouth move there with a little little like, little smile? Did you see what? that? Did you see that? What? If you I, I, rewind I, that when John asked that question, you should see the little corner of Nick's I'm like Jesse, right did you see what I'm talking about? The little smirk that little... <laughs> <laughs> I, I saw it. I saw it. What? <laughs> what do you mean what? Alright, what, what, what do you what do you think the numbers are? Just guessing? Yeah. Pure get no let get let Rand guess first. He probably knows better than I do. I don't I don't know the numbers, but I'll just say, you know, for Nick it'll be Nick will just wouldn't it be great? What does Jez always <laughs> say to you? That's Remember what Jez is, that does that. Yeah, I know. That's Jez that does that. That's not me. I'm just saying That's Jez. Um I don't know. Uh 15, 16 million sounds pretty good, I guess. Which would be better than anybody would have predicted. Yeah. Uh, you know, so... I mean, hell, the fact that they might... VG Charts says 14. Here's the thing with VG Charts. I don't trust their numbers. One, no. Whatever, I, at all. They um, also fluff up Sony's a little bit. Don't they report higher than what Sony has officially reported? Yeah, they do that sometimes. And then they, like, they reverse it down or whatever. So... Yeah, I mean, a lot of everybody thought like PlayStation was going to continue the PS4 dominance and outsell pl- Xbox like two to one again. Mm-hmm. Hasn't happened. Uh, will it happen in the long run? Maybe, maybe not. Uh, I I think the closer Xbox gets to PlayStation, the bigger the disruption in the market potentially could yeah. happen because yeah. A lot of Sony's deals are based off the idea that like they're the market leader and they have the most sales. But then like if Xbox suddenly approaches their number, like those deals become harder for Sony to get because now they're going to have to and pay way more. That's right. Um, and that's why I said they're in a tough spot. I don't think they should report the numbers for their own consistency, but at the same time they do need the numbers out there cuz it's a good marketing point. Yeah. It's I a wonder- strong tide shifter. It is I because if the next investors call, someone just straight up asks Satya, and he just kind of overrides what the Xbox team wants and just blurts out the number. Like, oh, yeah. Well, we the, the investor call is on Tuesday, the twenty sixth. Um, Quick. No, I, I also agree. Like, perception is reality, and the perception is that Xbox is losing, right? Because yes. you don't give out numbers. Um, and if you were doing really well, like if you were like right on the heels of Sony. I think you would want people to know how well and you're doing because 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 then if you were right on the heels of Sony, that probably means you're winning in the United States, right? Yeah. Yeah. It, so yeah, like so that, that would right. be something huge. Like you could be like mm. the number one best-selling next-gen console in North America or whatever, and yeah. people would be look at that and be like, "Wait a minute, you know?" Um, That's what that they built the 360 on on North we'll America. Say, Rand thinks 15 million worldwide, right? When you uh, 15, maybe 15 to 16, yeah, yeah. 15, 16. Like Nick, that. what about you? What do you, what do you, what do you spitball? Just the guess. Just look a, at his smile. Look at that little spot. Pluck it out of the air. Look at it. Pluck it. Look out at he's getting all red and then spit it out. That's the just, light. That that's my light. Uh huh. I don't know. 18. <laughs> 18. Around 18. Wow. 18.2. 18. Isn't that where? 
Yeah. That is eighteen point two is a very specific number in that in that ballpark, like around eighteen. In, or so. in, in that ballpark of between eighteen uh, and two hundred ninety nine thousand yeah, yeah, yeah. and eighteen and two hundred and one thousand. Yeah. very it's very just, specific number. Sony Sony at the end of December reported like seventeen point three or something like that, and that was end of December. We're now April, close to May, so Sony hasn't been able to obviously make many so sony's probably going to be 19 or 20 i'd say at this point i think sony reported what 17 million uh 17.3 at, at the end of 2021 it doesn't yeah. really seem like they had a lot of they had a lot of stock for the first quarter correct so mm-hmm. maybe they get up to 19 million because uh, here's the thing right the, the problem is so so Zuge or Zihuge, however the hell you want to call him. <laughs> His name's Daniel. Let's just call him Daniel. Okay. His you, name you, is Daniel. You see the chat? What? Xbox leaker confirms 18.2 million. <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> so. Yes, right? So Daniel said in January, because I think Microsoft said something about how it's their best selling console to date at this point or something like that. And Daniel goes, that puts our estimates at over 12 million. That puts Daniel's estimates and analyst estimates at over 12 million. Okay. Now, over 12 million is a very nebulous number. Over 12 million can be 12.1. It can be 100. Right? That's, that's the problem with over 12 million. Yeah, technically correct. And that's the best kind of correct. That's right. So, and this is at the, where people took that tweet and said, well, they're at 12 million. It's like, no, 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 no. He said over 12 million. And they don't know what over 12 million that is. Now, I, you know, I have to say I was talking about the chip priority thing, which safe to say is probably real. We saw how much extra stock they've had for the last four months. They had yep. enough stock for a limited edition Halo console. They had enough stock to put blades in Azure. Safe to say the chip priority thing is real. So if they were over 12 million in January and we have no idea what that number is, we're now almost in May and they've had tons of stock for a while now. I just think people are underselling the Xbox numbers out of habit, out of just pure habit. And that's partially created by Microsoft by not reporting the numbers. We also know they're having untalked about figure anyway yeah so I, ju- I, I so maybe i'm just being glass half full on that i don't know um it's, it's sort of the same way everyone just kept saying that xbox one was remember how long xbox one was at like 35 million or 40 yeah. million it was like years it's like xbox didn't sell a console for four years like, I, I just think it's a habit thing with Xbox. So when when Daniel said over 12 million, everyone's like, yep, 12 million. Yeah. That's it. They're at 12 million. And also they said at 12 million because it meant they had a big gap on Sony. So that's the other reason people took 12 million. I don't think the gap is what people think it is. I don't think it's even close to that gap. I think Xbox is doing way better than people think, personally. Way, way better. And I think just, that's what Greenberg's tweet was all about. Yeah, in, in and that's end. why you like, saw... And this is the thing. That's why I think they tweeted. So in their minds, they're like, oh, we... Because they would know the number. 
You think Aaron Greenberg wouldn't know the number? Of course he would know the number. So he sees that tweet and gets excited because he knows the number and he probably knows how well they're doing. And it's like, yeah, look how well we're doing. We're doing great, blah, blah, blah. Not thinking that people are going to take that as, oh, well, you're confirming 14 million. He probably didn't see it that way. It's so, worth mentioning as well, um, we did have a community question from Proven, who's one of the site staff, and he asked, you know, like, hey, what do you make of them doing this? Which is effectively the whole subject of this conversation. So, I'm Yeah, what do you make of Aaron Greenberg commenting on VG yeah. Chart's estimation of Xbox selling 14 million series consoles? Maybe it gives Xbox PR a way to brag about console sales without giving out official numbers. And this is what I'm saying. That is why I said a couple of weeks ago, or last week, was it last week I said it? After Ed left? Yeah. Might have been last week. I think they should leak the numbers, do a controlled leak via someone reputable, like a Jeff Grubb or someone like that. And because what happened, remember how I said about how certain voices have weight? So if someone like Daniel or Jeff Grubb leak the number, that gets volume. There's volume to that. Just like Ubisoft mentioning Tom Henderson, because Tom Henderson's voice has volume. So if Jeff Grubb was to come out and give the number that he gets told, and it gets buzz, articles everywhere, YouTube videos everywhere, oh, Microsoft's at this many million, this many million. Microsoft can then take that and go, you know, look, we don't normally report on the numbers, but the numbers we're seeing out there, yes, we can confirm they're, they're real. So it's not Microsoft reporting on the numbers, Jeff Grubb put them out there. Yeah. And Microsoft is just confirming the numbers. So it's a win-win for Microsoft. They get the publicity message that they're selling super, super well, and maybe they're matching Sony better than Sony, whatever, but they haven't broken their rule and reported on them. That's how oh, yeah. I would I do it if the, I was the there. the best scenario. I think that's the best of both worlds. And yes. hopefully they'll pay attention in some form and, and do that. If, if you know, those numbers are to, their, to their benefit. If those numbers... And yeah, there you go. Mm. Um, now, we're at this point in the show where we like to give a little shout out to our patrons who have been very helpful this week because they've just been granted early access to Xbox Series' brand new Game Pass application that's going to be coming very soon uh, to the public, uh, which is called Day One. Uh, and funnily enough, we've had a big bump in patrons over the last five days um, because we? of that. Yeah, it's quite nice. We had like, I think we had like eight or something uh, yesterday alone, um, which was cool. No, none of them in the big, the big super duper tiers or anything like that, but more patrons is always nice. So you can, hey, yeah. you're going to have they some They were not there when I checked two days ago. You're going to have some codes to give away for, uh, for NRX. Yeah, that's right. Um, yes. But big thank you to all our patrons for everything that they do. Their support allows us to build cool things like day one um, and all of the wonderful stuff on the show. And obviously, a big thank you to the two hundred odd people watching us right now. It's been it's been fun. It's been a fun, slightly ranty filled evening of video game discussion. I've enjoyed every moment of it. Um, but if you're interested in the timestamps are going to be late, everyone. Yeah, I have Greek Easter. The timestamps. Maybe someone could help me out this week. Well, I'm out tomorrow for a, an eighth birthday party so we'll find a way um but if you were interested in supporting xbox era on patreon you can do so by just heading to patreon.com forward slash xbox era um for as little as a cup of coffee and maybe a little bit more and you can get cool t-shirts and stuff i've just seen 
the latest design and it's just gone up to our patrons to have a look at for the latest t-shirt which is all about day one um and the design mm. is wicked and what i love is that um prejags put a little qr code as part of the design and if you scan the qr code it will take you to the website which is just nerdy and cool um mm-hmm. so yeah come check it out it should be fun um and with that another perk that patrons get is they get to ask us some community questions so um feel free to god dive should into have been them. blending these we just well, no, we, we ranted have. so much about halo we, we went on so much about halo that we completely in my head before the show started i'm like yep i was reading the community questions i'm like we're gonna blend these in really well they suit suit all the topics let's do it blah 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 blah. then we started with halo (laughs) that was it that all went out the window oh man anyway we'll try and burn through these you know there's only two halo ones really halo roadmap in uh three four three and and to be fair we've we've talked about everything in it so you know we can cover off the yeah. question but just well, yeah. refer so, back to the timestamp. but i have easter stuff to get to so people are going to be very annoyed with me if i don't hurry up okay uh jesse brother merry episode 106 john and jesse kalopasha nick that is happy easter in greek kalopasha very nice uh and always happy to see um here from the enigma that is randall thor love and thunder okay mm. speaking of which my question this week is more about movies than games. Now, Jesse, tell me something. Your brother watches this show, so I'm very surprised by his question here because if he watches the show, he would know that we have already talked about this many times. <laughs> um, specifically about The Batman. I, like many, finally saw it thanks to HBO Max, and i got to say I friggin' loved it. It's exactly what I always wanted for the character. More detective work, more realistic, and brutal with the action. Less Bruce, more Batman. Did you guys see it? And if so, what did you think? We talked about this. We, yeah, John I'm and I, totally and Jesse, it. have all seen Batman. Batman was amazing. Yeah, it's good film. Super good. You do annoy him enough sometimes, Nick, where he might not watch an episode or two. I just got to be honest. <laughs> that that annoyance is gone, and it was gone a long, long time ago. So I don't know. He should be watching every week. And to stay game related, would you like to see a new Batman game at any point that is more along the lines of the universe the movie set up? With a heavy emphasis on detective work. Didn't the Arkham games do that? It was yeah, very it was, basic. Yeah. It was just stuff. Yeah. Yeah, it's you're scanning stuff. stuff and you're getting clues and stuff. I mean, yeah, I played it was, City it and was I, I very automated, that. really. You didn't really have to do much. It wasn't like a puzzle game. It was an action game that had very basic by the numbers puzzles. Okay. I know there was some of that in the Arkham games, but that was mostly about using some cool gadgets that mostly did the job for you. I'm thinking more complicated mysteries where you really have to figure stuff out or DM friends and look up guides to tell you what to do if you're too easily frustrated. So, I mean, uh, Rand, have you seen the Batman? Indeed, I have. I saw it when it came to HBO Max. I loved it. Yeah, it's a great movie. I saw it at the cinema. When I think of this question, the easiest answer I can give is I really liked, and I know it wasn't everybody's cup of tea, but I thought it was a real step forward in facial animation and everything because of the technology they use, but L.A. Noir, And mm. I love mm. murder mysteries, right? There's a reason there's so many murder documentaries out there is because we're fascinated by it in some degree. Mm. And I, I'd love to see a game that really... And I, I, I watched the Batman again recently with a friend and I was like, don't you just love the detective angle of this? Like, it's less... A, it's less the Batman. It's more... 
detective noir that happens to be a Batman film. Yeah, and I love that's what that. I said. And mm. I'd love to see again look back to LA Noir and some of the interrogation stuff and the clue finding and actually figuring it out and looking and thinking. Carmen San Diego. I used to love Carmen San Diego. I have remember Carmen San Diego. I know I know of it. Yeah, I haven't seen I'm it. I'm talking the game. I haven't played the game. <gasps> what? <gasps> you haven't played the old Carmen San Diego that was on like those old school computers. It's probably on Amiga. You oh, haven't played Carmen San Diego. Maybe I did a long time ago. I can't remember. It's literally it. like a detective game. You're, you're traveling country to country trying to find the criminal and you're getting, you get clues. And then from the clues, you've got to figure out where this person's going next. Mm. And you've got to I get them quick enough because if you get, it. if you choose the wrong clue and go to the wrong country, they get, they eventually get away, but you've got to get the clues right and keep, keep up with them as they're going from country to country, yeah. stealing stuff. I don't, think oh. I don't think I played that, but it's Carmen one of the reasons San Diego was great. It's one of the reasons I harp on so much about Westwood's Blade Runner game was because that really was, it was this marriage of point and click, but plot and narrative and really thinking some of the, some of the detective work and it was obscure as hell. Um, and it just made for a really intriguing experience. So I'd, I'd love to see something like that from, from Batman mm. games in the future at some point. It's a good question. Okay. I like that question. It was a uh, quick couple of super chats. Ty Casares. I was about to say, I, I always wondered if based on his surname, if Tai was Greek. Like, Casaris is a very Greek-sounding surname. Happy Greek Easter. I missed your show putting the lamb on the spit. Sounds like Tai is Greek. Uh, achievement. So does this podcast count as a crossover DLC or a remake of Xbox 2? Mm. Well, DLC is a very, very naughty word these days. <laughs> oh, yeah. We didn't even talk about that. And Gaz had... um, Gaz had... David Jaffe. David Jaffe. Jeffy on his show. Did it? I don't know. I know people don't like David Jeffy. The only reason I have a soft spot for him is because he made one of my favorite games of all time. Didn't know In you God liked Drawn to Death so much. In God of War. He he made one of my, and I'm like, a guy that makes a game that good, like, can he be that bad? I mean, he, I'm sure he probably is because we have other examples of that in the world. But, yeah, and then I heard his comment about DLC and I'm like... It's not that wrong. I mean, if I adore, and, and this is coming from someone who voted. I mean, I'm permabanned on reset, but you can go check my 2018 vote for game of the year. It was God of War. I love God. Of, it's one. Of, it's literally my favorite PlayStation franchise. But in the end, and this is where people talk about cross gen and old consoles holding back new consoles. God of War looks the way Ragnarok looks the way it does because it has a PS4 to release on. That's why. People look at it and go, oh, you can't tell them apart. That's is, why. Is, is God of War Ragnarok coming this year, Nick? Tell them. Yes. Yes, it is. 100%. PlayStation fans everywhere rejoice. 100%. Yeah, the animation director said it was. But what else um, is it supposed to say, I suppose? No, no, no. It's coming. Um, Like... It, it, Santa Monica, I have always said, is arguably like Coalition is probably one of the most technically competent studios out there. Coalition, Santa Monica, Insomniac, probably three of the tippity-top. But in the end, they can't perform miracles. So when you look at Ratchet and Clank, and everyone, like if you, the number one thing people spoke about with Ratchet and Clank was the visuals. Part of the reason that game could look the way it did was because it was a PS5 only game. 
that's a part of the reason it could look like that. Santa Monica, if they were freed of the PlayStation 4 and only had to work on the PlayStation 5, I think you would see something just off the charts. It would make God of War 2018 look ugly. That is what I think Sony Santa Monica could do. I think they could make God of War 2018 look like an ugly game. That's how good I think they are. Same way Hellblade 2. What we saw of Hellblade 2 just looked... I've never seen anything like that before. Yeah, it looks bonkers. Never. They released a really cool screenshot of it. Earlier this week. I saw some people saying Hellblade 2 looks like... That doesn't look very good, though. Who? <laughs> Let me you guess. Know, did they, did they prefer Platform X? Maybe. By any chance? Yeah, maybe. No. Right, right now, as of right this second, there's nothing out there that looks like Hellblade 2. As of right now. I don't care what anyone says. That's just my opinion, but whatever. But Santa Monica Unleashed on PS5? Maybe in right four up or five there. years. Be right up there. <clears throat> but yeah. Anyway, that was quite a tangent. Uh, DI game. Hello, everyone. You miss 100% of the shots you don't take. So I'll shoot my shot. When do you think we'll hear about Microsoft's E3 plans? Edit. Also, do you think we could see studios alternate on Halo, especially as ABK Studios are freed from the COD mines? Yeah. Will we've, the, we've will the Activision Studios be freed from COD, though? Yeah, I don't know about that. Not for a while. Hmm, I don't know. I'd like to believe Microsoft will free them of those shackles. Uh, but when do you think we'll hear about their E3 plans? May. May? Uh, I hope of, we still get that made show. End of May. I looked last year. They announced their uh, show May 26th. Yeah, it sounds so, about right. I mean, it, in, the, in the era of digital events, you don't need a long lead in time. That's right. I still hope we get the May show that I was told that was the plan. What would be at this Just, May show? Don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Guess we'll find out. Goldeneye. I don't know. <laughs> Nobody cares about Goldeneye in the year. I care about Goldeneye. I care about Goldeneye. I care about Goldeneye. It's the most important game. Give me an actual new James Bond game, like the one IO Interactive is making. I'll care about. There that. you go. You're getting that one. So there you go. So what's the problem? Nothing. Everyone's happy. You get your new one, and I get my old one. Unbelievable. Everyone's happy. Rand, you're starting to delve into that meme. That it's not enough that I should succeed. Everyone else should fail. Others should fail. You're starting to delve into that Excuse meme, me? Rand. What do you mean? You're starting to delve into that. By telling me that I shouldn't get GoldenEye, you just want new James Bond, you're delving into that meme. We're both getting what we want. Be happy. You've had GoldenEye, though. No, I want, I want GoldenEye, <laughs> modern GoldenEye. Like, I got Perfect Dark on 360. Modern GoldenEye? There's, Nintendo's not getting like Nintendo wouldn't do anything with Goldeneye. Like we haven't got it on NSO. Like there's no there's no new way to play Goldeneye outside of me setting up my Nintendo sixty four. Because even even emulated Goldeneye is not great. So there's no way to play Goldeneye now. So I want Goldeneye. I really want Goldeneye Next in question. a legal Relax. in a Relax. legal way. <laughs> anyway <laughs> Creaky legs Hello lads 
I gotta air a few grievances. Halo 2, Halo Season 2 being six months again. I can't find excuses for it anymore. To me, there is a failure of 343's talented team on a management level. I agree. Game development is hard, but I've seen less exciting live service games, MMOs, etc. do so much more in their first year. We're getting two maps, a handful of game modes, and some more armors. That shouldn't take this long to produce any of that. Correct. I also feel like they don't want to put Forge out because of the embarrassment the community will put on them when they have 600 incredible maps and modes by the end of the day that completely outshine anything 343 have done. I agree. I don't mean to sound so down on it, but I'm not excited for this season. I wouldn't even call it season 2. It's more of a season 1.2. Don't you mean 1.5? Which is just sad. Guess Halo Infinite multiplayer truly won't be great until it's too late, much like Halo 5. The only hope they have of a player resurgence is that it's at least free to play, which is probably the internal excuse used a lot. At least the Halo show is great, but I'm sad I didn't get to see more Chief Cheeks in episode 5. Just a bunch of Covenant getting the beat down, but I'll live, I guess. We covered this at length. We, we covered this, Creaky. I'm sure you would have been nodding We should have asked this back part. then. Yeah, sorry. We, we should have asked this back then. This, but we, we, and Creaky, Creaky knows I'm with him on all this stuff. Yeah. I'm with him on all this stuff. I agree with basically all of it. Uh, although I did never think about that forge angle. I didn't even think of that. Yeah, I'd the community might put them to, to shame. I'm very quick. interested to see what the community does with it, for sure. At least we get some new maps. That Quickly. Good. That you would. Phylaxis. I can't believe the timing on this question from Phylaxis, because I just saw the latest episode with um, Josh Brolin. Greetings, fine gentlemen. How do you think you'd handle the hot sauces on the hot ones by First We Feast on YouTube? I've always been keen to try it as you can buy the sauces. Have you yeah. watched Hot? That's yeah, such I've, a good show. I've watched loads it's of hot ones. It's such a good it's show. great. And it gave me an idea. What? Coming up to Christmas this year. Last year we did yeah. the Friends quiz. We're doing the Friends quiz every year. Sure. But this year, what if we get a selection both of us will order them i don't do spicy though i've said I that up front i don't, I don't do spicy that's why it'll be fun so why would i put myself through that because it's for, for our beautiful team's entertainment and the community for the community, content let us know let us know if you think this is good i'm willing to sacrifice my taste buds for this but we get not all of them not do eight wings but we a zinger a uh, kfc zinger is spicy for me no come on man i can handle a zinger but I can handle I mean. it, we, but we I feel it. Wings. We get four wings, and at the end of the show, like we. I'm not doing the bomb. Sources. I'm not doing the bomb. Yeah, we got to do the bomb. That's part of the. Not challenge. doing the bomb. We'll, we'll That's the one that it. everyone nearly throws up at. I'm not doing you the cook bomb. Cook them at your end. I'll cook them at my end, and then we'll sit here and we'll dab one just just Don't for long. Think about it. I'm putting the gauntlet down. There you go. That's my tangent. I loved this question. It's a great show. <sighs> watch the Josh Brolin episode. I will give it's it really a watch. good. Do you watch Hot Ones Rand? No, I do not. You should. You should. It's, funny. it's good. It's funny stuff. And the guy, the guy that conducts the interviews is really good. Yeah, he's, he's, he's very good at what he does. It's a good show. Yeah. Good old Collingwood. Hello, John, Nick, Jesse, and welcome back, Ran. Elden Ring is almost certainly going to be the front runner for Game of the Year on almost every list. Starfield is likely to be the other front runner, unless God of War Ragnarok makes it this year, which it will. Uh, what would it take for Starfield to be crowned Game of the Year over Elden Ring? The qualities of Elden Ring are already well known. Uh, would Starfield have to do what Elden Ring does but better, or would Starfield's features be different but better than those of Elden Ring? 
or is it worth trying to compare what are going to be two different games? Well, they I'll are answer. two very different games. I'll answer first. Uh, mm. There's even no guarantee Starfield will get there, even based on its release date. It could pull a Forza Horizon. Oh, yeah, it could miss the cut. I mean, because it, it releases on the 11th, 11-11. You know, mm. and Forza didn't make... I think Forza didn't make it because it's a racing game in, in general, but Correct. there's the possibility that if review codes don't come out early enough, that not enough people have played it to the point where, like, it doesn't get nominated because of it. So there's that. Oh. Um, honestly, after playing Elden Ring... I don't see any other game outside of God of War Ragnarok competing with it for the Keelys. Now, there pl- other websites will have their own Game of the Year awards, and Starfield will probably win some. But for the Keelys, I think I think Elden Ring is a complete shoo-in. Because the people yeah. who vote on the awards are the people who reviewed that game. And they all reviewed that game and basically gave it hundreds and I expect God of War Ragnarok to probably score around the same as the first game. And so I think Elden Ring is going to win. That. I think I it's going to score that. around. I mean, it's a, God of War is like a 94, uh, if I'm not mistaken. I mean, that's... I, I, that's I anticipate hard. a lot of feels too much like the first game. Sure, but even if 85. it like drops down to a 91, I mean, like a lot of, most games do not get into the 90s anymore. I know. So I could see it being a high eighties game. I personally just think because Elden, of that. I personally just because of that. I personally think Elden Ring is going to win, and the only chance that it had of being beaten was by Breath of the Wild two. But obviously, that's not coming to next year. So I think Starfield could do it. I reckon mm, it could. And this is this is coming from someone who has openly said many many times, I have zero interest in Starfield. Zero, less than zero. Yeah, because you don't have any any interest in anything Xbox, though. That's a separate story. <laughs> but it, I don't know. I just have this weird feel. I just have this hunch about Starfield, man. I don't know why. I've just got this weird hunch, despite the fact that I have no interest in the game. I have this hunch that it's going to be massive. I don't know why. I don't even care about Bethesda's games. I just have this gut feeling. I think well, that's going to be very well, but huge. I think Rand is is right in that you know it's rare to see a game succeed as and and be as universally praised as Elden Ring in today's modern gaming world. Um, and while Starfield might be absolutely adored, I think there'll probably be there'll be enough detractors of it, you know, especially you know. Like, you chuck in the bias and the and the I'm I'm annoyed that this isn't on my platform of choice crowd, and yeah, yeah. It, it won't succeed in the same way. I, th- yeah, I still think true. I think I, I think you are right. It will still be massive. It will still be a huge event. It will be the the moment that you know publications will go out and go. Yeah, this is a must have. This is a must buy. If you this is a reason to go buy an Xbox. I think that will happen. But to get a Keeley, yeah, you got to you got to have, and I think that's where Elden Ring succeeds. It's a multi-platform title. It's got unified support across all of the bases: PC, console. This is only mm. Xbox and only PC. That's going to be a challenge. Yeah, it has a tax on it, doesn't it? Yeah, that's just my mm. opinion. But yeah, it has its tax. Who knows? Like it. Starfield may not even win like best RPG because Elden Ring is an RPG too. So, yeah, it's true. That's tough because yeah. 
I mean, a 97 Medic earned is a 96 now. Either way. It's high. And I do agree with Nick. Starfield is going to be massive. You're on PC Mm. on Steam, right? It's the first new IP from Todd Howard's forever. Mm -hmm. Uh, You're on Game Pass, on console and PC, mobile. A genuine visual upgrade. Yeah, it's probably going to be... If you look at Elden Ring as biggest game so far this year, then Modern Warfare 2, you're probably looking at like one of the top five biggest games of 2022. Mm. You know, I'm not like, even talking sales perspective though. Well, I'm just I'm just I'll, talking like just the air around the room and the marketing yeah, that everything's because they're already doing marketing of it. Like you know, so Starfield's going to be a- absolutely massive. So they, they were marketing Starfield. Last year, remember that? I remember. Mm. Remember who said they were going to be doing marketing for it? Yeah, but we, we lost out on it coming out last year, though, Nick. I didn't say it would. That's a common misnomer. I didn't say Starfield would come out last year. I said I thought it would, based on the fact that they're marketing it in 2021. Because why would you buy marketing time in 2021 if you didn't think your game was releasing in 2021? Because you wanted to buy ad space to run that trailer. I think it's because they thought it was 2021. And then when Halo had to get pushed, it changed things. And they thought, okay, well, we've got Halo releasing. Take another year. Hopefully it's a very That's what shiny, I think happened. polished game at the end. That's of what the I game. think happened, personally. Um, but yeah, I just, I don't know. Like you said, the zeitgeist size. I think it'll be just that game that dominates talk and yeah, all that sort of stuff. It'll just be, I don't know. I just think it'll be massive, it'll be massive, 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 massive Christmas, game. Christmas, for sure. Hmm. Just yeah, a feeling. Bigger than Hogwarts Legacy? If it come, well, Modern Warfare 2? I mean, if Modern Warfare 2 is going to be pretty big. Yeah. Oh, I can't wait. Per- personally, I can't wait for Modern Warfare 2. That's the one I'll be going for. I'll be going for Modern Warfare, not Starfield. Um, I don't know. I just think Starfield's going to be the next big thing. I don't know why. Okay. Next. Kraken56. Hello, panel. Love Rand's content. Always feel like, for the most part, he thinks like I do about Xbox. After years of waiting, this next showcase for Xbox feels like the one that will be what everyone has asked for. Uh, Big budget games with gameplay. What what was that look he just gave there? What was that look? (laughs) I'll it's explain us. This is anti Xbox rhetoric. Round. Oh, no, it's my it's my Chris Hemsworth. Is it though? Is it though? Uh, big budget games with gameplay that aren't the traditional big three from Xbox. Hopefully, I think the consensus will be this is what people have wanted for a long time. I don't expect perfect Dark or Fable, but I think Starfield, Redfall, Avowed, and maybe Hellblade Two gameplay will be enough. But you can't make everyone happy. That's true. What do you think the consensus from the community will be after this showcase? Will this be seen as the start of a new era from Xbox's first party? Yes. Remains to be seen. I don't know. Remains uh, to be seen. And that's what my face was about. That's what my face was because, about. Because, and this was a topic on that I talked with Miles with last week, because the last two years have been very easy to predict what Xbox was going to show. Because you knew what mm. they had and you knew what was ready to be shown and what couldn't be shown, right? Mm-hmm. Um, this year is one of the first years where they could show anything and everything. So it's tough to like pick and choose. Like They could show Perfect Dark if they wanted to. They could show Fable. Yes. They could show 
contraband. They could show avowed. They could show like they could show anything from almost every one of their studios. And then you add Compulsion. in Bethesda. They could show something from it. They could show something from Machine Games, right? Mm. But there's obviously not going to be enough time. There is going to be stuff taken up by third parties. There's going to be, we need segments dedicated to Forza Horizon 5 expansion and a segment dedicated to Halo Infinite Roadmap with Battle Royale and stuff. So you're not, so you're going to have stuff to cut. So it's going to be difficult to be like, do you have Hellblade 2 gameplay after you just showed Hellblade 2 at the Game Awards? Or do you, you know, like, so it's, it, there's a lot of things they can do. But um, I think they're doing two shows. Potentially. Yeah, I, I mean, think they're doing a separate. Beth- I, we talked about this. I think they're doing a separate Bethesda show hosted by Pete. I think that's I the think- wrong thing to do. I mean, it did, I, well, I guess it depends on when the separate Bethesda show is. I think it's to get. I think they're like a day apart. Oh, okay. If they're a day apart, you see, I'm still of the opinion that you need to educate consumers that Bethesda is Xbox at this point because they still haven't released a game yeah. on Xbox yet. I still think combining them is the right way to go but if you're trying to like play nice with bethesda and give them autonomy you know autonomy and they want to mm-hmm. do their own show okay fair enough day apart whatever um so keep, having them a day apart it gives you more keeps you in the news cycle more yeah i thought you were gonna say like xbox. i thought you were gonna say well xbox is in july in june and then like bethesda's no, gonna be in no, september no, no. and i'd be like uh um, no, no, nothing like that. I meant like together, like like see, day one Xbox, day two Bethesda. I think what people want is they, uh, especially what I want is I want to see gameplay of stuff coming soon. So it was Redfall, Starfield. Yeah. But then I really want to know what's next year because mm. everything that Xbox has done since 2020 has played out exactly like I thought. New 2020 was going to be light. New 2021 mm-hmm. was going to be light to the end. And we knew 2022 was going to be light until the end. So like, and you're out there publicly, Matt Booty, you know, Phil, you're talking about, Hey, we're, our goal is one big game a quarter. I mean, they're they're out there saying that that's, that's their driving, you know, motivation. Yep. And you have all these games, you have all these studios you purchased in 2018, 2019, Bethesda in 2020, and they haven't delivered anything from any of those studios like yeah okay ninja theory delivered bleeding edge and obsidian ble- uh, delivered grounded but those were already in the works and being made when they were acquired so it's like mm. people want to see the fruits of those acquisitions and mm. they want to know if 2023 is going to be the beginning of xbox pu- you know putting uh money where their mouth is you know mm. do you re- do, do you have a game in february do you have a game in June? Do you have a, like they wanted like know uh, if you're actually going to do what you said you're going to do, mm. right? So I think I think this is I think this is going to be well. See, it's tough because knowing Xbox still cut stuff, which is going to yeah. be like why mm-hmm. are they going to cut stuff? Yeah. Um, but yeah, I'm I, I'm personally looking forward to seeing gameplay of these titles because we're at that point now and i want to know okay what do you got for next year show me yep. this when's about coming when's hellblade coming i don't want to have to watch this show again and then like 2020 where they showed all this stuff and nothing had a date nothing had yeah. a year yeah. i want yeah. like and same thing happened last year for the most part 
I want to be able to walk into, the, like, sit down and watch the show and see Hellblade 2023, Avowed, you know, 2023, uh, Contraband 2020. I, like, I want dates next to stuff uh, because we've been kind of living on the promises that Xbox has mm. essentially made with all these acquisitions and stuff. And it's at that point now where it's like, all right, time to deliver. Yeah. Hopefully yeah. you can deliver better than 343. So, mm. I think next I think year right. has to be that year. Has Xbox, to be that year. Like Xbox has a tendency to, and I think they've done it right previously. They've been like, "Hey, here's everything that you know is coming this year or in the immediate like four or five months, and then here's everything that we we're working on next year." And then they might tease out a few further out things right at the end, right? And I think they'll stick to that tried and true. I think they'll give us a good look at 2023. With a with a, maybe a couple of hail marys to, because I think the one thing that they've always missed on, and it's Nick and I have had this conversation about how they just don't seem to get it, like mm. the marketing aspect of what an E three is. Like when we talk about the E three of dreams, they have so many studios now that they could bring so many dreams to life and mm. make it the show where everyone's you know you see all the reactions on YouTube. And I think this is the year they could genuinely tick all of these boxes. Here's you know here's Q3, Q4, 2022. Here's Q1, Q2, Q3, Q4, 2023. Oh, and here's Nebulous Future, but mind-blowing projects that are going to blow your mind because why the hell not? Like, if they did a mixture of that, perfect E3. So, fingers crossed. Hmm. Yeah, I mean, and then do you even, like, because just thinking about it, like Bethesda? Like, we don't know what Bethesda's working on after Starfield and Redfall. Like, no... Well, what's it working on? What's Arcane or what's uh, uh, Zenimax Online working on? Right, like there's what's, rumors floating around. Well, there's rumors floating around, but we haven't seen it. You know, yeah. mm. is you know how close is Machine Games Indiana Jones? Are Machine Games mm. also working on a Wolfenstein game? Right, there's rumors that Arcane has another game. Uh, what is that one uh, studio? The people who uh, used to be uh, Human Roundhouse. Head, Roundhouse, Roundhouse. Like, what are they doing? Uh, so I mean, there's a lot. Even the Bethesda studios, where you're just like, okay, what are you doing? And then like Activision, mm. Diablo four and Overwatch two are next year, and presumably Xbox will own those next year, right? Yeah. They they'd own it. And then you, you, it's like you have a smorgasbord of content you could potentially show, right? And that we didn't in Exiles, Project Cobalt, mm. RPG, Compulsion, right? Compulsions, Project Midnight, like. They could show all that stuff, so mm. it's 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 super exciting because it's, great, it's like it? <laughs> it's finally because it's like finally at the point where it's like all right, I knew twenty 2020 twenty and twenty twenty one and twenty twenty two are going to be light, and it's like twenty twenty three is supposed to be the start, and it's just kind of like, all right, Xbox is now it's time, you yeah. know, now it's exactly. time. People are excited, you know. You got Nick saying eighteen million consoles for Xbox I Series X and S, right? <laughs> Uh, people are more excited about it than ever, and it's time to show off them games. It's time to yeah. show off what the studios have been working on, you know. So they've got the moment. This is it. See it. See it home in May, or June, or whatever. State of Decay Three. Phil was very excited about State of Decay Three. Yeah, yeah. which was yeah. really amusing that that was the game he brought up, and then there was this big. Well, it's because he loves State the of the story. Decay. He loves State of Decay though. He loves State yeah. of Decay too. Hmm. So anyway, it's exciting, man. We're coming up on three hours, and I've got a wrap in ten. So, last but you know what would suck though, John? You know what would what suck? Would suck? 
We watch it. Nothing has dates except Avowed, and the only game coming out in 2023 is Avowed. That would kill me. I'd die. Can you imagine, can you imagine this show? The next, can you imagine what Nick would say the next day? Oh, I, I don't want to. I don't want to. It would be like a five-hour podcast of soapbox ranting. Everything was 2024 and 2025. And beyond. Oh, it'd be terrible. Don't worst, get me down. The DA game has a quick super chat. DA game has a quick super chat. Skullsy speculated a Starfield MMO. Heard anything? Yeah, I saw that tweet. No, I haven't I heard anything. Nope. Not at all. I mean, they haven't even got Starfield out yet. <laughs> They're already working on MMO. Hold your horses. Um, yeah, yeah. One, one step at a time. Cade Forever. Hello, panel and esteemed guest Rand. Nick, can you tell me why your character in the latest episode of Halo, who is usually cool, calm, and collected, attempted to full-on Superman punch Dr. Halsey like you were legendary MMA fighter George Saint-Pierre? I have not seen the latest episode. It was the worst bit of the whole episode. I was like... Oh, was it? So, so out of character, ridiculous. Oh, okay. I haven't seen it yet. The in-game... Or the in-game. The in-show logic for it is... I get what it. had just happened really fucked with him real hard, and he's sick of her lying. Yeah, but yeah. it just felt because well, well, based on episode four, I can already understand why that probably is a thing in episode five. Just based yeah. on episode four. Yeah, you'll see it. You'll laugh when it happens. I did. I was like, oh, cringe. Anyway. I'm always weirded out by the Spartan dyeing her hair red, just out of nowhere. Just like okay. She's, she's got a personality feeling, though that's good she's feeling things yes um but yeah okay now on to the real question as some of you have seen in the forum last night there were some feelings about 343 doing something other than halo which i think would be great most people agree with me when i put out a voting poll other individuals cannot fathom the smallest iota of the idea that 343 could make another franchise other than halo why is this why are people so keen on being hostile and subjugating 343 to only working on one game the only response I got was, they were built specifically for Halo. But does it need to stay this way for all of eternity? Why can't they do both and support Halo while doing something new and exciting? I'm sure all those artists, designers, writers have other wonderful ideas and concepts for new universes. Anyway, your thoughts? I pretty uh, much agree. Uh, on paper, yeah, sure, they could go off and do that. And I'm sure that those developers that work there may have ideas for other things. But here's the thing, here's the rub is they're not there to work on other things. They're there to work on Halo. And if they don't want to work on Halo, they leave. Duckwing that, Duck. That, Duckwing Duck. Yeah. Things change. Maybe, it may but be not only that, you know what? plan goes, goes to pot, which is not looking great right now. But... How about we meet in the middle? I'll meet you in the middle. They don't have to work on something other than Halo, mm-hmm. but how about they take Halo and do something else with it? Yeah, I'm, 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 that's that's the only thing I think you'll find that they will do is... So instead of having splash damage... Yeah. Yeah, do something Halo-related. They do it. They do a yeah. Halo tactics. They do Halo horror RPG. They do Halo whatever. So there's still Halo, but different. It's not just the Halo first-person shooter thing. Yeah. It's a Halo that, something else. Meet you in the middle. I think you'll see them do. That's, mm. that's just me. Um, because, I mean, Coalition was the Gears studio too. And yeah. apparently they're doing something else. So if it's possible for Coalition, it should theoretically be possible for 343. Theoretically. Yeah. What's good for the Goose should be good for the Gander. Oh, good, like phrase. It's, good phrase usage. Yeah, it's a bit old school, that one, isn't it? I like it. I, I like am it. an old person. 
yeah, it's fine. It's fine. But yeah, uh, yeah, I, I think they should be allowed to. But I also understand why it's not a thing. Like if you if you apply for a job at three four three, the assumption is you're doing it because you want to work on Halo. That is the assumption. Otherwise, why do you want to get a job at 3434? Because you know why the studio was Because you need a job. <laughs> that too. Yeah, I, I know, but like... You want Halo on your resume? <laughs> let's be honest. It's not like there's a shortage of jobs. Like, even just at Microsoft, there's hundreds and hundreds of them. If you're Maybe, a like, maybe you like to create some art, you know, make some Halo art, you know? But that's yeah. what I'm saying. So if you're working at 343, you're doing so under the assumption that you know you're working on Halo. Darkwing Duck. Darkwing Duck. Things change. We need an animated GIF for that. Yeah. <laughs> Last question. Uh, Shadowless Edge. Hey, guys. Was fortunate enough to go to Bendigo Brickfest this weekend and saw some absolute incredible Lego builds, including this one that would go very nicely with Nick's shirt. Now, I don't know. Is Jesse showing the picture? He, he might be working on it right now. He's looking like he's clicking on things there's this really John. cool sorry it is showing it's showing yeah. okay uh it's the really cool doom lego thing and i think he's saying that because i have a doom shirt um but yeah uh i had never heard of the bendigo Brickfest, but i'm guessing that's a uh lego thing at bendigo which is country victoria in australia oh. uh yeah that looks really cool though I like that Doom Lego thing. That would be very, very cool. cool. My son is into Mario and Luigi Lego. That's the Lego that's all over my house. And Harry Potter. Lego everywhere for my daughter. Also picked up a sweet as Fast and Furious Dom's Dodge Charger set to build. Nice. Anyways, is there any fond memories you have of certain Lego sets and with how good Lego Star Wars is... Do you have any suggestions of untouched franchises we could see as Lego games? I hate that Halo is is forever linked to Mega Blocks. Mega Blocks. <laughs> like, I just do. All right, it's 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 not as good as Lego. Okay, it's it's Pepsi. It's it's yeah, the Lego. It's, yeah, it's not it's not Pepsi right. to to Lego's Coke. Yeah, um, yeah. But I, having said that, like. My, my son is massively into Minecraft Lego, like in a really big way. And I know he's, I happen to know he's got a very large set that I'll enjoy building with him tomorrow for his birthday. Mm. Um, but I, you know, I loved Lego as a kid. I don't so much love it now because, yes, I end up stepping on a lot of it. Mm. It surprises me. I was you. never it a massive Lego kid. Yeah. I, I remember when my parents gave us a tin of Lego. Oh, we found this Lego tin in the, in the loft here. You can have it. And inside it was, just a piece of the hull of my spaceship, the, my custom designed spaceship with my space, the 80 space guy from the Lego movie in it. And I was like, oh, and it brought back all these memories of what my cool ship used to look like. It was all sleek and black and I built it myself. And I was like, I'm rooting through. My son was like, can I play? I was like, no, <laughs> I need to build my ship again. Yeah, see, the thing about Lego is I think Lego's better now than it was back in the 80s yeah, and 90s. 100%. Lego is so much better now. Like the stuff they have and the detail that the pieces go into. And ah, oh, when you when I go into the Lego store here, the lo- I've got a Lego store like, I don't know, 10, 15 minutes down the road in a major shopping center. Some of the stuff in there is just, wow. Bonkers. Off the charts. It is just you a big, unbelievable stuff. Are you a big Lego fan, Rand? Nah, not really. 
<laughs> no. <laughs> nah. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh man, I saw this cool Iron Man helmet. This little Iron Man helmet made of Lego. Oh, so good. I got a key ring. Like, we all got a key ring. So my son's got Spider-Man. I've got Iron Man. I can't remember who my daughter got. But we got these cool little Lego character key rings and stuff. Oh, the Lego store's cool. If you I, go into I the Lego store. from my son. I'll show you in a second. Hang on. I thought he was talking to someone for a sec. Lego game-wise? Man. Be good to get a Halo Lego game, but that's never gonna happen. I got I got this for my from my son uh, when he was young. So I'll get out there. Mm. Oh, there's Spider Man. I've got that Spider Man, and there's Wolverine, and there's Superman, and there's Hulk. I can see those. Um, that's cool. I love I love that I've got that. Like that's really cute. That's cool. Uh, that was custom made as well. So he oh. got to choose all the characters that went in there. I was like, oh, thanks, mate. But anyway, that's, that's a nice sweet note to end the show on, isn't it? What about a late what about a game though? What what I franchise do you think could be made into a Lego game? I'd love Halo, but that's not gonna happen. Yeah. Gears. Lego would love Gears. that. 18 plus Lego. Forza. We, we already got oh, Forza. We got Forza. Yeah. Uh Dead Space. <laughs> chopping things. Well yeah, it works, because you're chopping. You got the cutter. Yeah, you're just taking apart. Franchise. Be interesting. Trying Stranger Things. Work. Yeah, that would work. That Reckon? Ghostbusters, Lego. Anything can be Ooh, Lego. Ooh, hey. I just saw a good one in the chat from the Sousa. Cracked out Lego. Oh, Ooh, God. Ooh, yeah. Then we'd finally oh, get the geez. destruction we were promised. Thank God Crackdown's right. a dead franchise. We'd finally get the destruction we were promised. Because, you know, cracked out all the Lego buildings, just come on down, and then you get the orbs, and cracked down Lego would work super well. Give me Record 2 instead of another crack. As Lego? As Lego? Just in general. (laughs) Just in general. How about a Rise 2? I'd like a Rise 2. Oh, yeah. Well, Rise 2 is rumored. That might be a thing. Rise 2 is rumored. Maybe that's a secret 2023 game. Everything else on Mm. that. Crytek timeline has happened. Yeah. Rise 2 is the last one left. E3 dreams, people. E3 dreams. Oh, yeah. Rise 2. Is yes, this Recall 2 should happen. Is this the year that the, a ban- new banjo game is announced, Nick? A new banjo game? Or a remake? A, a banjo game, whether it's a remake or a new one. I, I predicted. We, we, did an e, we did a prediction, a 2022 predictions at the start of the year, and I said, yes, yeah. Banjo remake this year. All right. And what about... It's been my prediction every year. For like a Persona game years. being announced for Xbox at in the June showcase. hope so. For people hope that so. care about Persona. For people hope that so. care about Persona. Remember, see, again, I know what you're getting at right now. I never said Persona's definitely coming to Xbox. I said they're trying to get it to xbox they are trying to and that should be fairly obvious look at all the japanese stuff they keep going out of their way to get poor john's gotta go we're still talking about stuff sorry you haven't even talked about yeah i haven't even talked about crazy taxi or uh jet set radio the super game 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 that suddenly when nobody when everybody was like the sega deals doesn't mean anything and then the article's like some of these games might come on Game Pass. It's like, oh, wait a minute, but I thought the deal was nothing. <laughs> wait a minute. No, I, I think what I think people mistook Super Game. I think people thought Super Game was an actual game. 
I think what Super Game was, because remember, it's a partnership with Microsoft. And remember what they said? They were talking about their dev environment. I think that's what Super Game is. Super Game is Sega partnering with Microsoft and tapping into GameStack and all these other resources Microsoft has to create AAA games, like to change how they make their games. I think that's what Super Game was. But Super Game maybe is a dumb label for it because people took it as one supersonic AAA quadruple A game that they're going to make. I don't yeah. think that's what it ever was. I think it was Sega saying, you know what? We need to move with the times and we need to change how we make our AAA games. We're going to partner with Microsoft to do that. That's what I think Super Game was. So that's why I saw you that reaction right. to Jet Set and Crazy Taxi being like, what? That's what Super Game is. No, Super Game, their new process is going to produce, allegedly, a new Crazy Taxi and a new Jet Set Radio. So they're going to be built in a different way. That's how I interpreted Super Game. It's pretty sweet news, though, for for fans of those franchises. Oh, like yeah, Crazy Taxi, for sure. Just they need to pay all the money in the world, whatever it costs, to get the offspring on that soundtrack. Yeah. Without ya, 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 Crazy Taxi means nothing. The game <laughs> is worthless without ya, 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 ya. I'm, I'm sorry, but that's how intrinsically linked it is. they are to each other. That game doesn't exist without the offspring. There, there, there will never in history, it, never again will we live to see a song, a real commercial song, so tied to the life of a game like The Offspring and Crazy Taxi. It's never going to happen again. We'll never see unless it. They, unless they redo it and they bring it back for this remake. You now know I understand that's what why Wandering Dutch's podcast went four hours long. Yeah, he's, yes. <laughs> Nick yeah, just keeps true. on rambling and rambling. you got to step in, Rand. you got to step in. So there's a super chat, one last super chat um, from Tai. Yeah, Tai Kasaris, a Dead Space game in the Halo universe, but you're, you're a grunt would be great. <laughs> That'd be hilarious. Would it be a comedy yeah. at that point? Like, just with the grunt voicing? I'd, I'd play it. I'd play it. But look, Crazy Taxi comes back and it's got you. the offspring. Just, no. And it's got right? the offspring. Let it live oh, in your dreams. I'm calling it. It's three hours in. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Rand. Oh. Rand, my friend, thank you for joining us again. It's uh, another episode of the Xbox Hero podcast. Would you like to uh, just tell everyone that probably already is subscribed to you already right now yeah. where they can find you, how they can find you? Uh, it's on YouTube, youtube.com slash RandallThor19. All the socials there, the Twitters, you know, all that good stuff. Xbox 2 probably on Monday. Uh, videos will probably start back up real soon and uh, everything will be good. This is like the tenth time I've been on the show. It's amazing. Like, you know, me and Grub are like the best guests. So, uh, th- thanks, uh, thanks for thanks for reaching out to me and asking to be on the yeah. show. Yeah, make sure make sure you guys when we're talking about the Xbox console sales numbers, make sure you catch John or Nick's little 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 smirk. And Jesse, I hope you caught it when when it happened because that was a little little smirk there. It's just. Mm-hmm. Maybe you know? we gif it. We'll gif it and we'll, we'll call him out on Twitter and then get the whole Twitter Because you, you need him. to roll back and see it yourself. It's... <laughs> it was pretty telling, wasn't it? It's a very Whatever. specific guess. 18 point... 
I said 18 to 18.2. I didn't say 18.2. You okay. said 18,344,125. I remember. Yeah, it's not like I went 18,100. <laughs> I just said it. about 18. Like Sony reported 17.3. I'm just trying to. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Anyway, chat, you've been lovely. About 18. Very well behaved. So thank you very much um, for hanging out with us for three hours. Who'd have thought it? Always, every time, as soon as one of us says, it's only going to be an hour and a half show, doomed. That's it. Every I mean, time. We did talk about Halo for an hour, though. We did talk about Halo. That's, what, that's what did it. That's what yeah. did it. The Halo talk did it. Probably would have had like 500 people here, but everybody tuned out after 35 yeah, minutes after of the Halo. Halo ran. <laughs> yeah, it's Halo. true. It's true. <laughs> but guys, thank you very much for hanging out. Um, we'll be back next week. And big thank you to Rand for joining us once again. We are supposed to have MVG on next week. Oh, cool. That's cool. Or Grub. Maybe Ooh, both. Or, or, one or both. Excellent. We'll see. Next week. We'll it'll see. be fun. Yep. All right. Catch you later, Thanks, everyone. Rand. Thanks, Thanks everyone. Rand. Ciao for now. <laughs>